There's nothing worse than the smell of a rotten potato. Oh, yeah. Okay. Check, 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 mic check, mic check, 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 mic check, mic check. check Ladies and gentlemen, check. thank you for joining us for another episode of Quarter After Five. We've got a special uh, guest joining us today in the studio, in the last minute studios. Uh, what, we're cousin-in-law? Am I, well, uh, I don't even know. We're family. We're family. Uh, Tommy Story. Hi. <laughs> Welcome. Hello. So you are Kaylee's cousin. Yeah. Okay, my wife's cousin. My Her dad was my, my Uncle John. Yeah. My mom's. My mom's brother. Yeah. Her youngest okay. brother. Perfect. There we go. And so now we're family? Yeah. Now we're family. Here we are. Uh, I want to do something real quick. I want to get this thing going on on my page and then tag you okay. in it. So it's just going to be a real quick minute. Let me see. What do I Oh, yeah. There's Tommy. So we got fruit flies. Uh, I just told you right <laughs> before we started. We What'd you call me? <laughs> <laughs> I just found out right before... Uh, like two days ago that there were uh, the last tenant left bags of potatoes and onions in the corner cabinet and we found it and here we are nothing nothing worse than the smell of a rotten potato man yeah and i'm so glad that we found it uh but it was just like two weeks we were just battling trying to get rid of these this biblical infestation but uh, (laughs) Uh, you're just down the road and it's kind of funny because whenever i was like yeah head over whenever you're ready it was just like five minutes, and then here you come rolling down on your skateboard. I was even on the phone with my friend, and like <laughs> I waited like to text you back and everything. That's so funny. And then, uh, yeah, I just live like down the alley. So and then so, how long have you been there? I've lived. I lived there with Grandma since uh, for ten years. It'll be like ten years, pretty much. Okay. And then, are you like what's your 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 background? Where were you born and raised? And uh, I was born in Terre Haute. But oh, okay. My mom and everything, we all moved down to Mount Carmel, Illinois. Okay. In like 1980, so I grew up pretty much down there. But I've lived with Grandma and Grandpa. Wait, wait, wait. you were born in 1980? No. Oh, we you moved, moved in 1980. We moved. We moved from here down there oh, in okay. 1980. When were you born? I was born in 1973. 73. Oh, dang. I'm the oldest one of the grandkids. Oh, dang. Okay, because I wouldn't. I would. I would have said that you were about my age. I was born in 81. No. So yeah, you're just eight years older than me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would have said you were my age, especially. Uh, well, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Your youthful exuberance. Yeah. Uh, thanks. What is that voice? Skateboarding. Skateboarding is the fountain of youth. Man. There we go. Yeah. That's I mean, you're active. Is. You're active. Yeah. You've been out there. Okay. So you moved out there in uh, 1980. Yeah. Mount Carmel, and then when did you? Uh, how did you find your way back here? Well, I, I, uh, I've, I've come back and lived with Grandma and Grandpa off and on for years. Okay. You know, yeah. Grandma's my. Grandma's always saved me because I was always the uh, problem child. So the knucklehead. I've, I've always had to. Uh, they've had to bail me out a few times. I've had to came, come back up here and live with them. That's kind of what happened. That's kind of how I ended up living there with Grandma. Now I see. I was a. Uh, I was a uh, heavy into drugs, real bad, mainly methamphetamine, and uh, I uh, ended up like with uh, congestive heart failure. Damn. And I was dying and. Kaylee's dad came and saved me. He came and kicked me in the <laughs> kicked me in the head and told me I need to get myself better. Well, they all while I was in the hospital, they all came, but mainly Glenn was always my guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he he came and he said, you know, you're gonna come up here. We're gonna get you. You're gonna go do what you got to do. Get yourself sober, and you're gonna come up there and 
I'm gonna get you get you living up there in Brazil and get you right and then so he's a big part of why he saved my life basically. Yeah. And that's awesome. There's not very many there's not very many people I listen to like I listen to him. Yeah. You know. He just had a good way of uh putting his foot in your ass yeah. and then, Well yeah. he's an a- he was an asshole, so <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's funny because I'm hearing all these great stories about him from uh Kaylee and family members. And so we've got a young son on the way, and we're going to middle name him Glenn. So it's going to be yeah. Bennett, Bennett Mom, Glenn. Mom's been talking about it. Yeah, we're super excited about that. Um, so uh, so he, he came, he got you out, and he said, we're going to get you straightened out in, yeah. in Brazil. And then did he did he keep a close eye on you? Yeah, I mean, he did. Yeah, I was, I was working a little bit with him out there at PDF and stuff before he passed and everything. Yeah. We kind of had a little plan going. We flew model airplanes together and built them down there in the basement and – all right. Yeah. It's kind of tough for me to talk about all of it. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Like I said, he was my guy, man. Yeah, yeah. He was only, he was only like, 13, I think, whenever I was born. So oh, damn. We were real close that's in right. age. So. Yeah, that's right, because you're eight years older, and then so, wow, 13. Yeah. That's insane. Uh, so what have you noticed about Brazil uh, as far as uh, its development? Have you seen it become more? Well, pre- the, when I first moved here 10 years ago, the streets were known as, like, the worst streets in Indiana. Oh, okay. Right. In the last few years, they've repaved everything, so that's that's pretty been pretty nice. Okay. You know, because when I first came here, I noticed that because I mean they were freaking horrible. Yeah. You couldn't drive. I mean, you bust your shocks trying to drive down the streets here. <laughs> yeah. But I don't get out much really around Brazil, so I don't really. Where I, do you hang out? I hang out in Terre Haute mainly. All oh. my friends are in Terre Haute. Guys how- I skateboard with, and how often are you down there? Huh? How often are you down there? Uh, I go there at least once a week. Okay, and then just a skateboard. Hang yeah, out? yeah. Well, uh, me and a bunch of my friends, we started this thing over there in Terre Haute. Uh, Is this? Uh, I met a couple of the older guys that were my, around my age skating, mm-hmm. and we started like, one of us had a barbecue grill, and we started going to the skate park, and they all had their boys skated, and then all their friends. And it t- kind of turned into a thing over the last five years, and we call it Sunday Fun Day. Oh yeah, okay. And so, I get I get product from California because I know a bunch of pros and stuff. And so like I start we started putting on like little contests and uh, just you know hyping up, hyping up the kids, you know, yeah. and you know giving back. And so it kind of turned into a thing. And so now we did them up till this year. We did them every Sunday. That, mm. This year's been kind of weird, so we moved it back to where we're only doing them one Sunday a month. Oh, okay. So tomorrow I'm going over there. This is this is our logo. I had a friend of mine. I had a friend of mine uh, do this. Yeah. And uh, SV8 or skate? Okay, so it's SK8. Yeah. Oh, but he's covering it. Okay, so Voorhees Skate Park. Oh, that's right, because it's yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. That's our skate park in Terre Haute. I had I had a friend of mine that does like. Uh, graphics for like uh santa cruz and creature and stuff and he drew oh up, damn he drew up this uh graphic for us his name's brian reed he's really cool do you have any tattoos no i don't have any tattoos oh, okay because that would make an amazing yeah. tattoo yeah that's so the 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 machete is the skateboard that's so dope. is there a facebook page instagram yeah there's a facebook page it's Voorhees sk park and then there's instagram and it's all one word Voorhees sk park Okay, no underscore, no dots. No, no. yeah, I hate that. I actually got, I actually got one. I didn't have to do that with. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah, I hate, I hate. Yeah, that. I got to make it all one word. So yeah, and yeah. so you're you're out there once a month um, because it got too crazy. How long were you doing it weekly? 
We, we for the last five years we did it every Sunday. Dang. But you know with the, all the COVID and oh and yeah. and also we kind of last year we kind it kind of got like a little overwhelming for all of us to make it there. Yeah. Because a lot a lot of the when we started a lot of the kids were still in high school and you know they really didn't have responsibilities and now they're all kind of like got jobby jobs. Yeah. And so it's like. We, we all kind of decided, we all were kind of kicking it around all winter, like, maybe we ought to just do them once a month and make it more like an event, like, where we, yeah. you know what I mean, where it's like, it's more of a big deal, you yeah. know what I mean, instead of just like, because it just started out with, you know, three old guys in a gas grill, yeah and, you know, it just kind of turned into a thing. Well, it's a know? lot easier to blow off a weekly event, but then when it's monthly, it's like, yeah. oh, we're building up to something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what, kind of what we thought this year, we'd do that, and then... We, were, we kicked that around, and then all the COVID things started, so it was like it kind of worked out better that it's only once a month now. Yeah. We're doing it the second Sunday of every month. Second so Sunday. We're going to do it up till it gets, like, cold again. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so what would you do during the winter uh, when you were going weekly for the past five years? Well, uh, we just quit do it. We just quit doing the thing on the weekend, but, I mean, I'd still there's, – uh, there's some good indoor parks around here. There's one in Indianapolis oh. called Q, which isn't bad. And uh, then there's a good one down in Bloomington, but they got weird hours, and it's called the Warehouse, and it's it's really it's really fun. But uh, I don't know, you just pray for uh, nice days. Yeah, you know, mainly if you want to go skate outside. Yeah, you know, like sometimes we throw a Christmas thing over at the park. We have a couple for a couple different years. We got a break in the weather around Christmas, and we'd have like a Christmas thing and. You would, up, would you skate? Yeah, hook oh, up all, yeah, skate and hook up all the kids and So know. how many how many kids usually come out? Uh okay, so it's weird because I want to know about it, it you know, in the past, you know, the past 5 years but then also now. Like but but before, how many kids would well, come I mean, out weekly? Like uh, kid-wise, I'd say at least 20 or 25. Dang. And then like all together, like our biggest ones we probably had 50 or 60 people at them all together, wow. you know. Cuz we we try to make it like you know, bring have your parents come watch you. You know, or yeah. you know, bring your kid, bring your kid down there. We try to be all inclusive with it. We don't really run the scooter kids off like <laughs> most places do. Oh, okay. And yeah. you know, we're like cool. The, we're cool. We're cool with the bikes and the scooters yeah. and stuff. They want to come down there and hang out too. You know, whatever. That's insane. okay. So it's almost kind of like daycare. Like, come drop your kids off. No, we that that is a bad thing that goes on at skate parks, man. Uh, People coming down there and just dropping their kids off and expecting all of us to watch them, you know. Which okay, it's it's it, that's a dangerous thing to do with yeah. your kids, man. Okay, so you know so I mean? you would straight up tell them, hey, bring, like hang out with your kids. Yeah, well, yeah. we would try to make it like we don't tell them nothing, yeah. but you know what I mean, like. But that goes on at like all skate parks. I like see. people bring their kids down there and just drop them off and be like, "Here you go, kid. Go out there. Yeah. And hopefully you don't get yeah there's, <laughs> seriously there's, injured. Yeah. yeah. And you gotta realize there's a lot of people there that are like, when you're skating, you're you're like seriously. Yeah. You're seriously skating. Oh yeah. You. It's kind of hard to watch out for. Uh, the rando little kid on a scooter. Yeah. And, and, you know, if you're a big guy or something, you don't want to fall on one of them and hurt them. Yeah. You know, and they have, uh, their parents don't give them any kind of skate park etiquette. They just like let them out of the van and leave them down there. And it, it's, it's a problem at every skate park. Well, it kind of feels like 
the mall, like how parents would have dropped us off at the mall. Yeah. And just been like, all right, at well, the mall, somebody's not cruising around. Exactly. Uh, you know, <laughs> exactly. going, going 90 to nothing and, yeah. you know, doing dangerous stuff where one, one of you or both of you or whatever could get hurt. You oh, know yeah, what I mean? For sure. Yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely, it definitely can turn into a bad situation real quick. Oh yeah, I agree. And then okay, so that was before uh, uh, sixty tops, maybe twenty five to, to thirty. But what about now that it's monthly? Well, yeah, it's uh, actually our plan worked with it like being more of an event. Each we've done two of them now this summer, mm-hmm. and like it's like fifty, sixty people Dang. seems like. And then so who is funding this? Who is me it, and the other two? Me and the other two guys. So you guys just. Pitching your money, yeah. You, we pitch our money at the beginning. Of, well, we don't. Well, the food we kind of we do like a dollar raffle, okay. And like I roll the money back over out of that. Yeah. But we all, me and the other two guys, we kind of pitch in uh, money at the beginning of the year or whatever. That's and I, amazing. I get a hold of my sponsor and he flows me some. He flows me a box. And, okay. Because uh, yeah. So, so, so you are a sponsor. I was going to say, maybe you could reach out to local businesses and get them. Well, involved. Uh, I, I'm a, I'm on a, uh, skate team. Uh, oh. uh, it's a real special thing that, uh, uh, Mike Valley, you know who that is? No, but Mike it's so- V. It sounds familiar. He's probably like the second most famous skater next to Tony Hawk. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. Then I definitely right. don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, 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 he's known, okay. you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, he started a company called street plant. Yeah, I see. Yeah. And, uh, he did that about five years ago, and right around that same time, I met him. And he was always, like, my favorite skater. And you know how they say, don't meet your heroes? Yeah. Well, it does not apply to Mike. Okay. Mike is super awesome. That's you know awesome. what I mean? Yeah. And he, uh, I just happened to meet him, like, right when he started the street plant thing. And we, we like, totally bonded. We were, like, good friends right off. Dang. And uh, so... Like I've kind of been there with him since the beginning, and then he started doing this. La- the last couple of years, he started this instead of sponsoring pros. You know, he decided he was going to sponsor normal people. Okay. You know that that like give back to the community and like bring bring the Stoke. That's our big thing, you know. And we're called the Stoke Brigade, and it's just normal people from all over the world. There's no, there's no like we're none of us are like super super talented. We're you know we're going to be doing you know, 20 stair handrails or anything like that. We're just normal people, man, that like to go out and skateboard and, you know, be positive and encourage other people to skate because we all feel that skateboarding is for everyone. You know, you ain't got to be – you don't have to be Nigel Houston. You know what I mean? You don't have to, you know – there's a lot of that in sports in general. You know what I mean? In all sports. It's you kind of start looking at skateboarding especially, and you feel like some of that's like not attainable. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I'll never be able to do something like that. Well, we all feel that. Yeah, you can. You know what I mean. You yeah. can go out and don't worry about being pro or any of that. Which you get a lot of that with the kids these days. They all, especially if there's parents out there that push their kids to be like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the skate dads, you know, <laughs> oh, want, want to coach them and. Jeez. You know what I mean? Yeah. You get a lot of that anymore, especially, you know, as popular as it's all gotten. But, you know, you got to realize that it's it's just – you just need to go out there and have fun with it. It's yeah. something to go out there and have fun and do. And you don't have to have a multi-million dollar skate park. You can go out in the street and ride – you know, you can ride a couple of squares of concrete and still have fun. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? You can go over. I go over to that church and roll around there by the house. Yeah. That little be square a patch of concrete with the parking blocks. Mm-hmm. I have more fun there than I do at the skate park sometimes. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just there and it I'm al- having fun. You know. Yeah. It almost feels like it's meditative. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It, it definitely. We have a thing with our. Uh, we've been talking about lately. It's called metascation. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's great. Uh, yeah. Mike came out with a whole series of boards during this COVID thing uh-huh. and he was letting them all go real cheap. So people would skate, definitely skate them, you know, yeah. they're like mashup graphics of all the ones he's done over the last five years. And he was calling them metascation boards. That's and it kind of like that word kind of took on a, a life of its own. And now it's kind of like within our little group, we talk about, you know, I'm going to go out and do some metascation today. It's so funny that I, I think about it being meditative. Like, cause I just imagine definitely. you skating around and, you know, focusing on your tricks and, you know, focusing on your breathing yeah. and being aware of, of the moment. You're not thinking about the past. You're not thinking about the that's, future. You're just that's the best part the about skating, yeah. man. You can go out and be having the crappiest day in the world and you go out and you get, and all that stuff disappears. Yeah. You know, you're out rolling, you're, you're having fun. You're concentrating on what you're doing. Yeah. You know, you can let it, it's really good at letting out. You can let out aggression if you feel like it that yeah, day. Yeah. You know, you can go real hard or if you, if you just want to go out and roll around and just have the breeze in your hair and, you know, have yeah. fun and just, you know, enjoy, enjoy the moment, you know, go out, yeah. go out that golden hour at night, you know, when the sun's setting oh, and, my goodness, and yeah. just joy, just rolling around, you know, it's, just, it, it could be a total meditative thing. That's yeah. what I love about it. And it, yeah. and it, and the other thing I've always loved about it is, you know, you don't have to have a team. You don't have to have, you know, a coach. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's nobody. It's all about you expressing your, your, how, how you want to express yourself and how you feel that day. And it's all about you. It's really an art form. Oh, no. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? That's so awesome. It's a, it's a moving, living art form. Yeah. That's that's what skating's got over all the other all the other sports out there. You yeah. know what I mean? It's it's something different. You know, it's, yeah. there's just something about it that's just a little bit different, and that's kind of what it is. So, do you like watching skateboarders? Not, I don't mean like like at the park, but I mean like on. TV. Oh, I love watching the kids at the park. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 yeah watching them skate and learn and develop. But I'm yeah. but but like like pros like the X Games. Do you like that well, kind of stuff? I, I go to Tampa Pro every year, but it's mostly to hang out with my friends down there. Yeah. And and I've got to be friends with quite a few of the pros. Mm-hmm. Like I like last year, I think I sat there and actually watched the skating like maybe twenty minutes. Yeah. The rest of the time, I'm like hanging out with my friends and you know having a good time yeah and we all meet up and go to parks before we go to the pro before we go to the actual event yeah but like me actually standing there and watching them skate i probably i probably do it for maybe 10 minute intervals a couple different times and the rest of the time i'm just like hanging out you know so it's really it really is just about the community yeah it really is that's that's what you know skating there's it's it's got a the community's not like any other community you know there's Nobody cares what we're all. A lot of us all come from punk rock backgrounds. Yeah. So it's like we don't care what color you are. We don't care yeah. if you're gay or straight or alien or yeah. You, you know, if, if some if some uh, you know purple guys showed up from Mars or whatever, <laughs> yeah. and they had boards and they wanted to hang out, we'd hang out with them. Yeah. As you long as I mean? as long as you're cool. Yeah. 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 If you want to start some shit, then it's like, yeah, come on, man. Yeah. Well, it's uh, not the place. Yeah. Bullies don't go over real well. Yeah. With with, with 
in skating either. You yeah, know what I mean? No, you're gonna no, get I called agree. out. You're gonna get called out real quick. You start bullying people. No, around. I agree. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're, uh, gonna, you're gonna meet the bully, bully. You yeah. know what I mean? The bully that bullies the bullies. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. The enforcer. Yeah. yeah like in, in hockey. But I remember when I was in uh, high school, I uh, I uh, skated a little bit, and I remember watching like the mixtapes. Oh, you better stuff. watch out. I'll get you back on the board now. Yeah. I, I could barely. I'm already ollie. talking about getting you out here filming. Yeah. You got exactly. All this camera equipment. Yeah, that'd be real fun. It actually be really fun, and then uh, and you know get some GoPros and stuff. Uh, yeah. Equipped with on, on you guys, but. Uh, uh, Actually, I'm gonna take a quick. Second. I'm, lo- I'm looking for a good filmer always, man. Okay. Yeah. Uh, definitely. You not know how many times in my head I sit around thinking, man, I wish I had a filmer that was good. Well, in, they could film. Okay. Well, definitely not tomorrow because uh, <laughs> the short is such short notice. But let's try uh, next month. Yeah. 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 Next month we'll, yeah. we'll head over there, and then uh, and then you come over and watch tomorrow. We do. We do a. Uh, Something you really, everybody really likes watching this. We do a skate race. Okay. And we, we, we've been doing that for a couple of years. And now they added a pump track around the park. So it's really gnarly. What's that? It's like a bunch of humps and uh-huh. it goes into a corner and comes back down. Okay. I'll have to show you on my phone later. Yeah. What yeah, it's yeah. all about. But it's, it's a pump track. It's like where you, you don't have to push. You oh. just go over the humps and it keeps you going. Okay, yeah, yeah. They put they just put one in over there in Terre Haute at the park. At Voorhees? Yeah. Okay. And so like our skate races have like really got gnarly now because you can really get going fast on that thing. Okay. And we do a skate race around the park and then uh we do a best trick contest and then I do like we do like a dollar raffle for like boards or whatever stuff equipment I got to yeah. give away just to keep us going. You know what I mean on yeah. our, on the food and everything. We're not doing food tomorrow because my buddy Gabe, the he's the uh, grill master and he's yeah. not going to be there. So we're oh, okay. Well, between then, that and the COVID thing, I kind of think it may that might not be a good idea to do food so yeah. much this year. Yeah. But Gabe loves to cook, so he's done like pulled pork the last couple times. And, okay. Dang. And yeah, it's he's so he's it's not just the hot dogs, Johnsonville. No, hot no, dogs. Yeah. no. Gabe's like serious gourmet. Jeez. Yeah, he makes some gourmet stuff, man. Okay. Like he made a uh, pot roast sliders. I mean, he's done all kinds of good stuff, oh, man. Next level. Yeah, yeah. It's he 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 t- he cranks it up a notch. I let him take care of that. So, are you guys in like newsletters or like special events type deals, or is it just like completely underground? No one knows except for the kids who know. Well, I mean, I put it out there on on the Instagram and the mm-hmm. in the Facebook page and stuff, but it's more like word of mouth kind yeah. of thing, you know. Uh, but like well, like Terre Haute Living isn't contacting you. No, no, okay. we're we're still pretty underground about all that. Like yeah, a cut like one lady, her son was coming out there for a while, and she worked at the library, uh-huh. and she was like talking to like the news crews, and there's another guy that brought his kids out there a couple times, and he's talking about he's in with the city and was going to get you know there's always somebody talking about you know they can, but really I like it better because the less we have. A whole lot of publicity. The more it's just like a family type of event. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not like all blown up out of proportion. Yeah. But you know, I, 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 I hit up skaters from other towns that I'm friends with, and kind of let them know what we're doing. And like my friend Gage and his sons are coming down from uh, Indianapolis tomorrow, and he's like the, uh, and he's like the skate coach at Q Skate Park. Dang. Okay. So like, you know what I mean? There's people that, kn- like, uh, it's kind of an underground skater network that know that there's something going on, you know, when it's going on. Yeah. You know, and we all, 
we all kind of keep in contact with each other around here. Like the event before last, I mean, me and uh, my buddy Nathaniel, we drove up to Champaign and they, they just started doing kind of the same thing as what we're doing. Mm-hmm. They have like a Wednesday session where it's old, the older guys get out and skate the old man <laughs> sesh, the geriatric session. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, then they were throwing contests once a month and, uh, we went up there to their first one last last month. It just happened to be like the Saturday before our Sunday thing. Oh, so wow. Me and Nathaniel drove up there, and he was in the contest, got like third. And, you know, we had a good time. How you old know? is Nathaniel? Nathaniel is 22. Oh, okay. He, he, he's one of the local kids from here. He used to live here in Brazil, but now he lives over in, t- in TH. So. In TH. Yeah. You guys call in him the TH. In the Hote. In the Hote. Yeah. <laughs> What yeah. is it? Uh, high Earth or Hot Earth? I, I think it's High Earth, right? Like high ground. Like yeah. It literally translates. Is that in, what that means? I think in French, yeah. Literally. I always wondered what it meant. Yeah, I, I think, wasn't real sure. Yeah, I think if you like type it into Google Translate, like high it, ground. Yeah, it literally, yeah, literally translates to high ground. But uh, yeah, Terra is ground. Yeah, exactly. And, and hope must be high. High, yeah. Yeah. I, I, it, it sounds like hot. So I just, but uh, yeah, that's crazy. Okay, so now it seems like there's this. Uh, interstate network oh there is there definitely grassroots is. Yeah. there is there definitely is like a little thing like that especially with indiana like over the last couple of years there's like a little network of all of us skaters that all know each other and e- each town has kind of got their own little thing going on a lot of a lot of other towns have shops which we don't have a shop around oh here. yeah so a lot of the shops okay it's you know like bloomington's got a place called rit and that's that's where I first got back into it. Whenever I was recovering from my uh, trials and tribulations, my trials and tribulations. Yeah, yeah. I met there's a guy named John, and uh, he owns a Rit skate shop, and it just happened to be right down the street from the halfway house that I was in. Mm-hmm. And I started going down there and uh, skating. I, I got bored, started skating again, mainly for my health because I was I was like I only had ten percent of my heart working. Jeez, and like I knew I had to do something, and like that was always my thing. So I decided, well, I'm gonna get back on a board, and so I started hanging out with John. The people at the halfway house didn't care because he was straight edge, so they were like, "Oh, that's cool, you know. We don't have to worry about you down there." Yeah, and I was on disability, so I didn't have to work. So like I had all this free time, so I'd just go down there and hang out with John, and we started going to like little contests that were going on. I'd go yeah. with him, help him sell boards, and. I got back into it kind of that way, and then I moved back up here with Grandma, and I ended up meeting my friend Dane, and he had a little skate shop in the mall for a little while in Terre Haute. Okay, yeah. And I met him, and he was he's one of the old guys that helped me do it, Dane Self. And uh, his son skates, Javen, he's he's d- turning 18 this year. Oh, so man. Yeah, it's like, but when they were all, real, like, Javen was little. I was like five years ago. He was only like 13. And then my friend Gabe, his son Birdman, he uh, plays in this band called Dope Sweater, which is totally awesome. Oh, I know Dope. I know the uh, Anthony. An- you know singer. Anthony? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he, he does yeah. a podcast too. Called yeah, he does a podcast. Free and- pussy. <laughs> yeah, he does a podcast, and he's a, a stand-up comic. He yeah, dabbles in yeah, stand-up comic. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Volvetti, Anthony Volvetti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Doctor Nefarious. That's, That's a, what I call him. It's a. F- oh that was God. one of his first Instagram names. That what was. a small world. Yeah, yeah. Anthony's my buddy, man. That's so crazy. And Birdman. Yeah, that plays bass and dope sweater. Uh-huh. He's he's Gabe, the, the grill master. Yeah, he's Gabe's son. Oh man, yeah, it's a small world around here for sure. 
yeah, I, I don't know what we got going on tomorrow. Uh, I think we're we're gonna. I be told Anthony to come out tomorrow. Doing some editing and stuff, but uh, no, for sure. Birdman's uh, Birdman's a ripper. Birdman, the bass player. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, he's a ripper. He's like he's like the dude around here, man. He's the rock star. Oh, really? Yeah, he he rips. He's a, he's our fastest one at the skate race. He can do the whole he can do the whole course. I think he did it in twenty nine seconds last time. What's average? A minute, minute two. Huh? What's the, what's the average? Oh, average is. I mean, it, it could come down to like tenths of a second. A oh. few of them, you know what I mean? But like he's faster than everybody, really, uh, by a good second or so. Yeah, I'm gonna go turn on that light in the dining room. Uh, do you you said you had some pictures of the the, the oh, track, right? Yeah, yeah. There, oh, yeah, I can show you right here on this. Yeah, I can go on the yeah dope sweater rocks, dude. I'm they they say I'm their biggest fan. <laughs> see, they started out in Gabe's shed, mm-hmm. and the, they called it the sweater lounge when they were all in high school. Yeah, and like all the kids would show up over there in West T at, at Gabe's little little bitty shed out there in the backyard, and they'd rock it out. Well, I I had my go. That's when I first got my GoPro, and I go over there and film them, right. In the sweat, so I got like old footage of them in the sweater lounge when they first started out. Yeah, I heard there was something about that. Like, um, then the city came and shut that lounge down or something. Yeah, they, yeah. yeah, they totally, yeah, they shut us down over yeah. there. It was, it was getting a little out of hand. You yeah, know I heard I mean? about that. I mean, they were they they uh, sold a song to like the uh, Indianapolis 500, so they got some money. Oh damn! They bought all like good equipment, and then they finally got good equipment. Yeah, and then it was like we were getting a little bit too loud because we had like. They had some good oh, stuff I going see, on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's see if it'll load up. There's Bird. There's the... Let's see here. Won't load up, man. I guess I got to turn it off the Wi-Fi. It's trying to pick up your Wi-Fi or something. I don't have the code anymore over here. Yeah. We should have set you up with uh, that beforehand. Glenn, well, Glenn used to have it set up, and it, it was... Uh, FBI, FBI oh, band yes. number yeah. three. Yeah, exactly. The oh, I came over here. The first, I come over here, and it was, uh, I was like, I didn't know, and I it was like when I first got a smartphone and everything. So I, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna get on the Wi-Fi, right? And like, I opened his up, and I seen that. And I was like, <laughs> I called him up. I said, Hey, man, I don't know what the, I don't know what you got going on around here, but. The FBI's watching somebody, man, because it's yeah. FBI van number three, and he just started laughing. That's hilarious. Uh, it just won't load up. All right. Well, I'll definitely check it I'll out. I'll show it to you later. Yeah, it's boy. Probably be- it's probably better not to mess with phones. Nobody cares on the that's watching us or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But it's all right. I mean, they can go check it out. Voorhees uh, Yeah, Voorhees Skate. SK8 Park. Uh, Voorhees Skate Park on Instagram, and you can check it out now. You say it's a pump track? Yeah, it's, there's a pump track over there now. They just built it. It's really fun. Do you do you skate the pump track? I've made I'm I've made about half of it. I like I I decided it, it gets pretty gnarly, and uh-huh. I decided I wasn't really. I get over there, and I'm like, I really don't feel like going to the hospital today. Yeah. So. Is it a young man's game? It, some of it is, yeah, yeah, definitely anymore. But yeah. like. You know, what are you forty seven? Forty seven. I'll be forty seven in November. So, oh man, yeah, I'll be forty in January. When you when you get to be my age, you kind of like the risk reward type of thing. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like I really don't have too much more to prove. Yeah, you know, I've been doing it for thirty six years. You yeah, know, I'm not like, you know, yeah, exactly. I really don't want to spend the afternoon in the hospital. 
Yeah. Which uh, my friend Dane, he's broke both his wrists there. Because 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 you know we get out there with the kids and we get all pumped up. Yeah. And <laughs> the last time the last time the kids were like, we're gonna have an old man contest. And we're oh, like, okay. No. Right. So we did the old man contest, and Dane, Dane went up and did a Bertelman slide like on the bank. Uh-huh. Came down, and as soon as he stood back up on his board, he went right down, broke his wrist. Oh no! And then a year before that, he was trying to follow his boy. They were dropping it on the big uh, Kong wall, uh-huh. the biggest How, transition. What is it? Ten feet? Yeah, probably. Oh dang! To the probably to the bottom. It's probably yeah, it's probably ten foot. <sighs> yeah. Right. And he he stood up on that. And he was going to drop in, and follow his son Javen, and he like, nah. That didn't work. He he's broke both wrists there now. So so is, is he yeah. is he finally okay? Is he like well, yeah, settled he, down? Yeah yeah. We just he we we both had the same opinion about the pump track. It's like it looks fun, but yeah. uh, <laughs> I really don't feel like going to the hospital today. Yeah. So we we've talked each other out of riding it like the last couple times. Like you yeah. sit there and uh, yeah, let's, and let's so, watch the kids, man. So who <laughs> who is um, I guess the official or the committee or who is behind? the investment in the skate park and then making the pump track and the whole pump track thing was done with private money. And, oh. and it was like, uh, from what I understand, it was some biker guys that do some stuff down one of the other parks came in and built the pump track. Okay. But I don't, I wasn't around for the orig- who got the original skate park going. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know a little bits and pieces about it. Yeah. Back then there was a shop here. There was a shop over there and, I think they had a lot to do with it, but and you said it's Voorhees, uh, Voorhees, and what? Where was it located? Yeah, uh, it's on Voorhees and Boring Streets. Okay, it's right down by the river. Oh, okay, okay, I see. Uh, you yeah, know I mean? think I know where you're talking about. It's uh, I can look up the address real quick. Yeah, I think I know where you're talking about. There's, it's actually a part of a, a larger, a much larger park, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. It's the aquatic center's down there. There we go. Yes. It's right next to the aquatic center. Yeah, okay. Dang, that's nuts. And then so uh, you get all those kids coming out there and then no bullies. Uh, and then no, I don't, we don't, we don't really do a bunch of yeah. that. It's, it's like, especially with what I got going with the street plant, we're, we're like, we're, we're, not, we're all pretty inclusive about, you know what I mean? Yeah. And skateboarding's not going to, stuff ain't going to grow unless you, you know what I mean? You have kids coming down there wanting to come down there. Exactly. You know what I mean? Nobody's going to want to come down there if you're if there's a bunch of bullies running around. Yeah, for sure. You know? Um, but no, no, but what I was going to say was that, okay, so it's it's no bullies, and then you mentioned Dane's injuries. Uh, what about other injuries? Uh, are they pretty common? Are they infrequent? Well, I mean, it's... It's, it's skateboarding. It's, it's, it's skateboarding. It's risky, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean... The, the concrete's going to teach you everything you need to know. That's <laughs> We say that a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everything you're going to – you know, you, we can all tell you what you need to be doing. You can watch somebody do it. Yeah. But until you fall a few times and realize that, you know, you're going to – you got to pay your dues. Yeah, for you sure. You know what I mean? You're going to get broke off at skateboarding. Okay. So it, so it is dangerous. It's and dangerous. I, and I think yeah. that's what a lot of people uh, – they see the pros and they see how effortlessly they do – the particular moves or whatever and yeah. it's just like no it's dangerous yeah they don't see they don't see the 150 times they they bailed yeah. and you know what i mean and yeah slid across the concrete and all the skin knees and all the uh broken bones and you know what i mean i've had my fair share of them for sure yeah it's so weird too because you watch all the like 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 when i came up uh in high school and i, I would watch all these uh videos now i see that they're posting them failing 
And it's just like that's what it's really all about. It's like man. twenty it's, or thirty failed attempts. Yeah. yeah. And then when they finally land that last one, everyone around just goes insane. They yeah. just go nuts. Yeah, and it's just totally. like pure joy. But you, you can't experience that pure joy unless you've watched him fail twenty to thirty yeah. times. And, and then if you go do it. Yeah. Oh no, that, I, that's, I, that's, I couldn't imagine what it's like for that that yeah. skater. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's total it's a total uh overcoming your fears yeah. and like you know what I mean? It's kind of like it's kind of like you ever been in a fight? Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, it's all it's all it's all good to get punched in the mouth. Yeah. But then it's also, you know, you get punched in the mouth and you realize, hey, it's just a punch in the mouth. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing about falling when you're skating. Okay. You know, I, I yeah, I slammed, but and I got skin knee, but you know, I did get. It's only a skin knee, and you kind of like overcome that fear. Of you know, hey man, I got this. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. I got a skin knee, sure, but it's not gonna stop me from getting back up and wanting to do it. Yeah, definitely, and I think you that's, get that drive. Yeah, the the drive and the the, the determination. Yeah, yeah, it's just that persistence, and I think that's what's missing a lot in this uh, particular generation, like work ethic, uh, persistence, uh, yeah. diligence. Yeah. There's a lot of this generation out there learning that stuff exactly. out there from the concrete. <laughs> well, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The, the the teacher at their high school couldn't get it into their heads, but then now the concrete is like, hey, listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to learn today, yeah. right? <laughs> so, so what advice would you have for someone who's starting skateboarding or who's mildly interested in skateboarding? What I tell people all the time is don't worry about the tricks. None of that matters. That'll all come with time. And your comfortability on the board. Yeah. You know what I mean? The best feeling really is, is just going fast and, you know, and being in control of the board and, and gliding and turning. That is the essence of skateboarding right there. You yeah. know, the carve, the the turn, you know, being able, being able to just go out and not be afraid of your board is, is like the best feeling. You know what I mean? Yeah. To be in control of something that's out of control. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 what it all comes down to for me. You know, yeah. something this skateboards don't have no brakes. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You, you know, you seen it's, that when I rode up there earlier. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You get you you know. You what's fig, funny? You figure all that out real quick. You what's know? funny because uh, Kaylee mentioned that you were sponsored or that you're affiliated with all these different teams, and so I imagine like you coming up on the sidewalk like doing this uh like i don't know i want to say kickflip but i mean just yeah, doing this amazing some, some, some sort of gnarly thing yeah, and yeah. i just kind of like rode up and like <laughs> tripped up tripped over the curb coming and up. i was like that's what i would do so yeah I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah that's cool that that's hey that's that's kind of what we're doing with street plant we're showing people that it's 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 okay not to be pro yeah it's you accessible I mean? it's relatable yeah, yeah yeah totally you know yeah. what i mean it's not you don't have to be like super you know, Nigel, Nigel, you don't have to be Nigel Houston. You don't have yeah. to be, you don't have to be like one of these guys that does the big stuff and you don't have to always be Mr. Cool, you yeah. know, go out and have fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Go out and have fun. Be a dork. <laughs> it don't matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, that's what it's all about. Okay. So you talked about going fast and, and what, what are your, what are your thoughts on longboarding? Longboarding's cool with me, man. Okay. I still think it. A lot of, there's a lot of you know people oh, longboarding ain't really it's skateboarding man yeah don't matter whether your board's a hundred inches long or you know ten inches long yeah whether you're riding a penny board or a 
You're still skateboarding to me. Yeah, well, what about those ones where it has just the one wheel, the wiggle boards? Oh, the uh, – oh, what are those called? Uh, I don't know what they're called. I don't, I, oh, I know what you're talking about. Like, yeah. the, like the razor boards or whatever. Yeah, it's like it, it has, like, has a joint in the middle, and then you like uh, – yeah, those, yeah, those are a little kooky, man. <laughs> kind of like a scooter. You, yeah. You, yeah. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know, those are, those are a little bit on the kooky side. Well, I, okay, so I've seen people maneuver those things. I've seen a guy do 360 flip on oh, one. Gee, okay, uh, and I couldn't imagine doing it on, on – like street or like vert or anything but like as a mode of transportation i see it i'm like that's incredibly yeah, efficient yeah i mean yeah, yeah i think i think it looked like it wear me that felt wear up my wear up my <laughs> ankles man but yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? yeah yeah uh so do you longboard i would if i had I've, I've got a really cool longboard over there on my wall but like uh i don't really have a longboard set up but i ride bigger boards Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. So I, I get a, I get yeah. a lot I get a lot of kids like coming up to me. He's like, "Oh, is that is that a cruiser? Is that a longboard?" And I'm like, "It's just a skateboard." Yeah, it's you just know? a skateboard. Yeah. Because back in the '80s, that's what that was. You know. Yeah. I mean, uh, we we didn't. That's that's kind of my mindset because it's all like you're talking about longboard and everything. That's all skateboarding to me. Yeah. And, you know, I know there there's nowadays it's like longboarders don't like skateboarders. Yeah. Skate, they yeah. don't consider. Vice, it goes back and forth or whatever. That's just well, it almost a bunch feels, of politics, man. Yeah, and it almost feels like skateboarders are punk rockers and longboarders are hippies. It, yeah. Almost kind of like that, that. I'm a little bit of both. Yeah, so. exactly. Like I like the Grateful Dead, and I also like the Misfits. <laughs> so you know, I mean, that's awesome. You know, yeah. Uh, man, I had a question about uh, longboarding. It's all just kind of music too, ain't it? Yeah, right. yeah. At the, end, at the end of the day, it's it's yeah, guitar, it's, drum, bass, singing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got a good beat, and you can dance to it. Hell, I like it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, do, do a lot of people longboard around here? There's not really a whole lot of skaters here in Brazil at all. Oh. But every, once in a while, every once in a while, you see one. But, I mean, we have a lot of the – lot of there's a lot of kids that come down there that are more into longboards that hang out there, but – you know, at the park over there. But around here, I don't – there's, like, me. There's another guy, Niles. There's a uh, – there's a the oldest skateboarder in the area actually lives here in Brazil. Okay. He is – he started in 1969. His name's John Allen Rogers. Oh, dang. He was in my grandpa's Boy Scout <laughs> with Glenn. That's, that's right? crazy. I met him a couple years ago. He just uh-huh. lives right down the street here. He's probably the oldest skateboarder I've met – in the area he's like 57 does he still skate yes oh my god he's got a hell of a front side i wish i could i wish i could front side turn as good as he can holy yeah he's he's smooth he's smooth does he ever go to the park yeah i just hit him up told him come over there tomorrow oh dang okay well hopefully he likes it and he comes next month because like i said i want to go with my gear and then and then film everything and then talk to people because i have Wireless mics that you we guys can, can come over and just check it out tomorrow yeah okay i'll talk to kaylee and then we'll, we, do, we'll we started out. like around one Okay. So just come on over. And you, you can get a lay of what, what's going on. And yeah, then good next, feel for it. Next month, you can come over with the gear and stuff, and you know what's going on, man. That's crazy. Okay, and then You so meet everybody. and Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? Yeah, introductions. Get, get to know the crew, and then by the next month, you'll be part of the crew. Yeah, and so, so what what is – because you had mentioned about uh, COVID hitting and then, and then switching the, the frequency. So have any of the kids uh, been infected? Have they – well, I'm I'm probably the one that's got affected the most because you know what happened to Barb and John. Yeah, and yeah. None of them really have. Okay. You know what I mean? That I know of have been affected by it. But they're they they uh, well, I take that back. 
uh, Bird was telling me that one of the guys he went to high school with, his his brother got it and passed away. Oh, jeez. Yeah. There's yeah. so there was like a there's like a couple of their friends or friends of friends and yeah, you know they were all talking about it one day over there that that it's not just old people that's getting it. That no, for one sure. of the guys that they went to high school with had got it and passed away. Yeah, for sure. So that's sad. I'd say uh, yeah, it's I think it's. Uh, to the point now, it's starting to affect everybody. So. Exactly. Um, and so that's why I think outdoor events are starting to become more popular because uh, the transmission rates are yeah. so much lower out, outdoors. And so something like that, getting yeah, the kids out and letting them yeah, run around. Yeah, I mean, in the skateboarding is kind of an individual thing. We're not, we're like, it's not like basketball where you're like up on each other and like trying yeah. to grab the same ball or yeah. anything. You know, you got your board, you're in your little element. Yeah. Everybody else is out there in their little element. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, you don't have to get close to each other unless you want to. Yeah. But, you know, we're all huggers over there, and we like to high-five. and Yeah. You know what I mean? And we've kind of, like, had to back off some of that stuff. So it's yeah, been... Okay, so you're taking precautions. We're taking... Yeah, yeah, we're not, We're not like, we're not, like, over there, like, hugging it out like we, yeah. like, like we usually do, but you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like we have in the past, you know, but... There's still an occasional high five, especially if somebody does something that they've worked really hard for. That's you know awesome. What I mean? yeah. But you know, you gotta have that, man. You gotta have that. You gotta have. You gotta have. Well, that. that's part of the community, and that's part you of know, the camaraderie. I get yeah, it, it's it's human thing too, man. Yeah. You gotta have that, man. You know, yeah. as and long as they're not touching their faces up. A couple yeah. of those guys over there, like you know, they, I'm like, I'm like one of the guys that's, a couple of them that don't have really have a good home life. Okay, you know what I mean? And like yeah. if. They won't come up and give me a hug because I'm like a positive figure in their life. I'm not going to tell them no. Yeah, you know what I mean. I've I had that happen to me over there like recently. Yeah. You know what I mean. It's like, you know, I know this kid. He he don't have he don't really have anybody, and I'm like always been there, and like he wanted to give me a hug when he left that day. I'm not going to tell him no. Yeah, you know what I mean. That might be the only hug he gets till he sees me again. Yeah, you know what I mean. So who you know. No, I agree. Yeah, Risk yeah. reward thing, man. Yeah, I feel like that's, you know, that's, that's more, that's more of a, you know, you got to do it. No, I you agree. You just got to do it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I'm saying, you know, that might be the only hug he gets. Yeah. You know. And then so like we you know we'll get together uh, every Sunday and then we'll we'll have dinner and stuff uh, with with her mom and John and then you know it's it's a small group so the 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 risk of transmission yeah, yeah if someone were to have it yeah gets dropped significantly um and then also with large groups outdoors it reduces the risk so that's why yeah i'm all for it so yeah like over there we might have we might have you know there's a core group of us that all all get together yeah you know what i mean so we're, we're usually the ones all sitting in the shelter house down there shooting shit yeah you know, so it's kind of it's kind of like that. You know what I mean? We're not really that worried about it. Yeah. You know, and but also, you know, it's, you know, there's other people that show up from other places. That's good, but you know, like I was saying, skateboarding is like different than like any of the other sports. You know, you're not really in contact with somebody and like up against them, like on team sports. You yeah, know, yeah. Like basketball is like almost all team sports are like that. You're touching each other. Yeah, you know, you're jockeying for the ball. You're you're tagging somebody out. You know, you don't have any of that in skate, skating. Really, it's more of an individual thing. So. Yeah, I think bowling might be the only um, comparison where you have your own equipment 
and you can only occupy the space one at a time. But your ball's still going down through that thing. Y- yes, uh, I mean, I'm yeah, just, but, I'm just being technical. No, 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 you yeah, are. No, yeah. no, I, no. But the the reason why I say yeah, that is but because like, like an individual one on one one thing. Well, yeah, because yeah. like tennis, you're touching the same ball. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas with bowling, you're touching your own ball. Like in skateboarding, you're touching yeah. your own skateboard. Yeah. So in a sense, yeah, it is much safer than most individual yeah, sports. Yeah, so definitely. Like even ping pong, you have to touch the same. And that's ball. what's so crazy. Like we we start when all this COVID stuff hit. Yeah. Like they were filling in skate parks like right and left out in California with sand and stuff. Oh my god! But yet they were lo- leaving the basketball courts and everything. People <laughs> all open. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you know, it, it's just people hating on skaters, just yeah. like they always have. You know? Yeah. I've I've grown up in that that hole. You know, I used to get run off and chased by the police and all kinds of stupid shit. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's just the mindset is like, uh, you know. We don't like these punks. So. No, of course. Yeah, these degenerates. Yeah. And, but it's so funny because if they're gathering at a specific place, then they're not in the streets doing whatever, you know, they're imagining. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of that's kind of weird. Um, but you had mentioned your wall earlier. You had talked about your wall. And I remember last Christmas when You've I first met you. seen all my boards? You. Yeah, yeah. Last Christmas. You haven't seen first... nothing, really. I didn't I didn't start breaking out all the ones I got in boxes. You just oh, seen what was on the wall. Yeah, I took some photos. I almost thought about bringing you one over here for your thing. For the, oh, that would be awesome. But then I thought, well, maybe I'll just wait and I'll get him riding a board and... There we go. Now, yeah, that'll be the one that I put up for. You better watch out, man. I'll get you. I'll get you collecting them. I'll get you riding them. I'll, you'll you'll be you'll be deep in it before you know it, man. Yeah, and it's so funny because you look at you know such a confined space, the board, and it's like you get these masterpieces on there. Yeah, art. That's why I collect them more or less for the art because I really like the art. Yeah, it's just and, it's mind blowing. And also, when I was a kid, is like I never had the money to like have like every board I wanted, but now I. I do so yeah like everyone i see i really like that's <laughs> really cool art i get it you know what i mean yeah so you know yeah well, it's like i t- I mentioned with your logo it, it fits yeah. perfectly as a tattoo it's just like yeah some of the kids have talked about getting this tattooed on them but they have i haven't seen one of them do it yet but they've talked about it i mean that would be pretty expensive especially with those colors but I think black and white would be pretty, pretty yeah, good. Yeah, just black black on skin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it'd be cool like that, too. That'd be hilarious. The guy who actually does this is a tattoo artist. Okay, see, and see, that's yes. why I knew it. The way yeah. it was designed, it yeah. was just like... His name's Brian Reed. His, he goes by Lurkenstein on Instagram. Lurkenstein on Instagram? Yeah, Where? Go, go check his stuff out. It's really rad. And then you said it was a guy out in California who designed it? No, he, he lives in, he lives in uh, Montana. Montana, okay, oh, but he's part of your team, right? No, no, no. He, 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 I'm also involved in this. Originally, I got involved in skateboard collecting, uh-huh. right? And I got got involved with this group. It's called the Welfare Line Skateboard Collectors. Okay, and we do a big thing up in Cleveland on Labor Day weekend, which we aren't going to be able to do this yeah. year. But, yeah. but for the last five years, I've went up there to Cleveland every year because I was, met those cats and. It started out as a Facebook group, and we all didn't know each other. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then the first year, it was like 50 of us. They decided to have a thing in Cleveland at this skate shop called TriStar up there. It's an indoor indoor skate park and skate shop my friend Jim owned. And now my, fr- now my other friend owns it. That's another story. Anyway, okay. <laughs> well, so we, we'd all – first year, we all met up there at TriStar, and we had a thing called – they put together a thing called The Bash – 
So we all met up up there and, and partied down and hung out. And it was like Facebook in real life. You know what I mean? Yeah. We'd all been talking to each other for like a year or so on Facebook and collecting skateboards and passing them back and forth between each other and uh, doing raffles. We'd raffle them back and forth to each other. and You know what I mean? Yeah. And so we all met, like 50 of us met up there the first year, and it grew into like, I think last year we had like 300 people there. Damn. Yeah, so it's like we have a whole little community of skaters, and Brian is one of the skateboard, he's part one skateboard collectors on the welfare line. That's how I met Brian. Lurkenstein. Yeah, Lurkenstein. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's how I met, that's how I met like a lot of the pros that I know now. Mm-hmm. Like they, a few of them started coming to our thing. Like, one of them I've got real close with, his name's Bill Danforth. He's a legend. Like, he was, like, my my very first skater I looked up to was yeah. Bill. And now he's, like, I call him Uncle Bill. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's he's my buddy, you know? And he's out there every Labor Day? Yeah, he get, we, we all meet up up there in Cleveland every Labor Day weekend and party down, hang out, drink beer. So what's know? the farthest you would travel to hang out with these guys? Uh, I go to Tampa Pro every year to meet them, so... So and, 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 you know, we're from all, there's people from Canada, there's people from the UK, there's people from Australia, some people from the Philippines. But you've never been to those places. I've never been to okay. those, not yet. Not but, yet, yeah. But, you know, like, I'd travel wherever, man. If we're, if if I have the money and it's feasible to go there, I want to go everywhere, especially if they got a, a cool skate spot, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a legendary spot, you know, there's a lot of them up in Canada mm. I'd love to go to, you know, there's... There's ones all over the world that like, yeah, if I if I can make it and they're doing something there and I'm invited, I'm going. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, what about like a tour? Like next time you go to Tampa, hitting up small cities or you know. Well, that's what we kind of do. We we go hit all of us get together and uh, Tampa and we there's so many good parks down there. We just all do we go to all the little towns that have little parks around there. Oh, okay. So you go there and then you go around the, the, the yeah. We go around there. we go around to the different parks in the mornings and skate together, and then in the afternoon we go to the skate park of Tampa and watch the event. Okay, so well, watch Nigel and all the you know the heavy hitters. Oh yeah, throw yeah, down, for sure. Man. Yeah, but you yeah. only watch for ten minutes. You're yeah, just I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I watched for a little bit, but I, like. Yeah. I, I mainly go to hang out with my friends. Exactly, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's like, I mean, you're some of that stuff's really super cool to see in per. It's super cool to see like some of it in person. Yeah, but you know what I mean? It's it's usually like we're doing our we're all doing our thing and hanging out too. So yeah, you know what I mean? It's kind of like a it's kind of like a happy byproduct of us hanging out. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like we get to see some legendary skating. They do a thing there called the – my favorite part is I always watch is the concrete jam. What is that? It's like they have they have a big – outside they have a big, like, 14-foot concrete half pipe. Okay. Right? They build outside the uh, – where they have the contest. And at night they do the concrete jam, and it's all, like, just people – all the pros come out there and just like are dropping in and trying to do their best stuff. You know what I mean? So it gets like, it gets pretty insane. Cause they're like back and forth and you know what I mean? Yeah. There's more than one person skating at a time and it's oh, just, dang. it's really gnarly. You know, it's, it's like, it's like the best, that's the best part of the contest for me. I, I love to watch the concrete jam and they, you know what I mean? They're giving out like, they're giving out money while they're doing it. So like, you know, be like next, next, you know, Mick Twist gets five hundred bucks. You know, and 
Oh, I see. You for know the, what I mean? For the yeah. Participants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like they're they're like up in the ante the whole time, and the tricks are getting bigger during the whole thing, and you know what I mean? It's and it and it's on concrete, so it's way it's super gnarly. Yeah, because I like um, people are going off the roof into the bowl and stuff every geez. year, and yeah, yeah. Because uh, I like the the vert, the I guess it's the the vert ski like vert skating yeah yeah but that's yeah. like what wood right well yeah you can build them out of concrete too oh, you can build but, but i mean most of the really really nice vert ramps are all built out of wood yeah 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 but but concrete is is has i guess much more credibility it sounds like what you're saying well, i mean i mean concrete there's i mean they're both gnarly i mean yeah there's different aspects of gnarliness to to skate oh, of wood. course yeah yeah the, like the wood ramps they're all really slick yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Much All more than the concrete. Much more. You got to be really in control of your stuff because it's really slick. Usually, you yeah. know what I mean. And and the concrete, you more stick to it, but it's like you don't have no give when you fall. Yeah. And it's, and it's gonna mess you up. You yeah. Know what okay. I mean? It's rough. Yeah. You know what I mean, concrete's rough. And I don't know. I'm I'm a concrete kid, so like, yeah. I like always think concrete's more gnarly, but. Really, I mean, you can get broke just as broke off riding a wood ramp. Oh, okay. Faster, actually, because they're a lot slicker and stuff. So, are there any wood ramps in Terre Haute, or uh, are, is that an indoor? Th- that's more of an indoor thing. Like, if you put if you build something outside, unless you keep the it, elements, the elements yeah. really screwed up. Yeah. But like the big vert, there's a lot of big vert ramps built outside because that's where you got to build them. You oh, know what I, I mean? see. Unless okay, you, yeah. Unless you got unless you got like a really huge warehouse type of thing situation going on. You pretty much got to build it outside because if you're building a 12 or 14 foot ramp, you know, where are you going to put it? So yeah. It's outside. That's the ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's nuts. Uh, have you skated wood? Well, yeah, I skated wood. I haven't skated vert. I've never skated vert. It scares mm. me, man. Oh, so you don't drop in. I haven't. Oh, I drop in over there, but that's only five foot, dude. Oh, on the five foot. Oh, you don't do the 10 foot. Uh, I've, yeah. I don't think I've ever dropped in on anything like over like eight. Okay. Like eight's like as big as I've ever dropped in, in your life. In my life. Wow. Like I like when I was a kid, I was when it, they used to have a big vert ramp in uh, Indianapolis or up by Indianapolis, mm. play a uh, skate shop there called In Orbit, and like I go, I got up on the vert ramp when I was young there, and I was like thinking about dropping in, and then I stood on the coping oh. and realized that it felt like it felt like it went in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you, and I was like. I chicken shit it out, man, straight up, man, because, I mean, it's scary. Yeah, you but stand up on the edge of that, and you realize, I mean, I, 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 I would really like to, sure, but. But but they didn't make fun of you, right? No. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Community's nice like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was just a kid back then, too. But, like, I'm sure, I'm sure if I, I'm sure if I, like, got all, got all crazy thinking that I was going to get up on there and I had some of my friends around me and got up on a vert ramp right now or something that, and I was with people that rode vert they'd probably goad me into doing it really yeah i'm sure they would but well, i mean when you're with your friend you know how it is when you're oh, with yeah, you people get amped. you know and yeah and they and they and they start giving you shit you're going to have to do it you know what i mean you kind of going so you talking about you're gonna over, have to man up over 8 feet over 10 feet you would do it now if you had your friend if if, if i got in the right, right situation i'd almost have to do it right jeez i mean i'd have to this you know my own ego would get me if i didn't what's the smallest uh drop in they have over there uh the smallest one, yeah, Voorhees. There's, yeah. A t- there's a little two foot, okay, right. Oh, there's a little two foot with transition. 
But actually, the little, the little, tra- the little transitions will mess you up worse than yeah. the big ones. Yeah. Because the little ones are so quick. Yeah. And like, like that two foot, I don't drop in on that. I, I go up it, but I don't try to drop in on that because, you know, your board's almost hitting the ground before. You know what I mean? The front of your board's yeah. almost hitting the ground before you, you get down the transition. Yeah. So, you know, it, everybody says that riding bigger stuff is actually easier once you get over the fear of actually riding it. Yeah. You know, like a lot of those vert guys, they'll be like, oh, man, I, I get messed up on trying to ride a five-foot ramp. You know what I mean? Because it's just... It's too quick. It's it's too quick, and it's just... You've got to bail out different than... Like on a vert ramp, you, you kind of got a lot of time to get to your knees and slide out and stuff mm-hmm. on those vert ramps. And like on a little on a little transition, you know, bam, you're there. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you, you'll hit the ground so quick that you don't... You know what I mean? It'll mess you up. Well, I don't know... I don't know the the mathematical term, but I feel like on a larger ramp, it's it's not as shallow. Like the curve comes out more, but then on a smaller one, the curve is deeper. I don't know. That, that that's all. That's all. There's all different transitions. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. There's like a six foot transition, a seven foot transition, the the radius. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. There's different radiuses of of how quick they are. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so it's less of a slope. More, more, then, yeah. more or less, the more vert you got, the gnarlier it is when it comes down to it. Okay. You know what I mean? It yeah. doesn't matter about concrete. It doesn't matter about wood. Yeah. It matters about how much, how much vertical. Yeah. 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 If you yeah, got, yeah. if you got a foot of vert, it's not as gnarly as if you're riding something that's got three foot of vert. Yeah. You know? Okay. It's all about getting sideways, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know? Yeah, dropping in because that's the whole deal is like you're just going over a cliff. You're just going over an edge. Yeah. And, and if you're just... going over three foot of an edge compared to like a foot or half foot of a vert yeah. vertical, it's a lot different. It's you so know what I mean? Yeah. That's nuts. Jeez. So do you skate around here? Yeah, I skate. There's a little park here in town. Because I know you said you skate around the church. Yeah, there's a little park here in town, though, too. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah, um, I go down there. I like those. It's, it's all bank ramps and stuff down there, mostly. There's a little bit. There's some quarters that are put together, so it's like a little mini, but it's kind of janky because the way they slid them together. Does it get busy? Nah, there's never uh, very many people down there. This is baseball and corn corn country. Yeah, right? this, yeah. but I mean, there's there's a there's a local guy that's really good in the aisles. He ride goes down there and rides sometimes. Sometimes I see John. That's where I met the old guy. Yeah, yeah. Right, he goes down there. He goes down there in the mornings, and I'm more of an afternoon person. Yeah, you said so, you got up at one. Yeah, <laughs> I get her up like noon, at the crack of noon. What time do you go to bed then? I don't know. I, I like. Deep in that basketball thing last night, so yeah. Was, uh, oh, I'm so glad Jordan. you. I'm so glad you brought that up because I wanted to talk about it. But then, uh, well, because you've watched it and it's like super good. It's phenomenal. I mean, we yeah, grew up in that is. era, and so like it just the yeah, nostalgia. It, yeah, it started bringing back like all those memories, like yeah, the, the Jordan ones when he put those back <laughs> on and play and played his last game at the yeah. uh, the. Uh, well, Massive Square Garden. I okay. thought that was really cool. He's talking about his feet were bleeding and okay, stuff. Okay, so I'm glad you brought that up because uh, the guy who designed, I think it was three to twenty or something like that. His name's Tinker Hatfield. He designed those Jordans. So right. He didn't design one and two, 
but then uh, Jordan was also in that documentary because they interviewed Tinker about uh, shoe design. It's it's called Abstract on Netflix. Okay. And they talked to different designers like architects. I might. Designers. I think I might watch some of that. Okay. Yeah. And so he. Uh, I'm big documentary guy. Exactly. Man. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, narratives. Uh, narrative yeah. I love right. to learn about stuff. So. Exactly. Yeah. So if I can be entertained and learn. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally that. into it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So they interviewed him and they had Jordan on there and he was talking about how his shoes hold up how you could put on uh, any pair of Jordans now and still go play. But then he put on Jordan 1s like eight years later, and they tore his feet up. So it's like, no, Jordan, you can't put on old shoes and expect them to hold up. No, maybe like the outside of them, because a lot of people, we used to skate in those Jordan 1s. Okay, yeah. Right? And they brought, and all the the younger cats now Mm -hmm. have brought those back as skate shoes. Okay. Like, because in a lot of the, a lot of the Nike SB mm-hmm. is kind of, especially the very first ones were designed around the Jordan One okay. in a way because they were we used to skate them back in the day. They I were see. really good skate shoes. They held up really well because they were all really good leather. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. And you couldn't tear them up as easy. Yeah. Okay. I feel like as skate shoes that yeah. would work, but as basketball but, but, shoes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's all the same kind. Con- I mean, you're doing the same kind of stuff. Like the insides of them. Yeah. That's what tore his feet up. You know exactly because. The the insides of them have advanced, you know, with exactly, the insoles yeah. and the yeah. and and people knowing that you gotta have better like art support and exactly, stuff like that because yeah. those are flat as flat yeah. can be, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like I totally get that, you know, they're tearing up his feet. Yeah, yeah, bleeding. I heard. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he's like, he his sock was soaked in blood when yeah. he took it off. So, so you got to the what? What episode are you on? Uh, I think I'm on seven, seven or six or seven. I'm I'm like I'm getting close to the end. I think. What did they just talk about, Dennis Rodman? They already seen the Rodman episode. Okay, the Rodman one, and then yeah, uh, yeah. I always liked him a lot because he's he's pretty punk rock. And, he was you know. so weird because I got into basketball obviously because of Jordan. I never really gravitated towards the Bulls. I like Dominic Wilkins and the Hawks, but uh, just you know for whatever reason, but. Um, uh, I remember Dennis Rodman as the loud, boisterous, bombastic yeah. rebounder. I never knew him as the bad boy on the Pistons. You know, I the, remember the all dynasty. that. I'm a little bit older though. Yeah, but I remember all that stuff kind of in a way. That, out of all the sport, out of all the sports I used to mess around with, I like basketball probably the best of How all. How tall are you? I'm only six foot. Six foot. Okay, that's still yeah tall enough to. I'm right at six foot, so yeah, to shoot the ball around, have a good. Yeah, time. I mean, I've I just enjoyed basketball. Like I used to go to the Pacers game with with Glenn and. Oh damn! Yeah, I used to go do that stuff when I when I got back up here. I used to go do that with him. But I've always been kind of into basketball, but I was never like super good at it or anything. I just like it. Yeah, and it's so you funny know? too because I kind of don't like watching a full game. I love watching I highlights. Re- I I don't. Yeah, I don't I, like. They're doing the highlights on there, and I, yeah. I love watching that. But, like, it's it's hard to sit down and watch a full game of anything, especially anymore uh, with all of our – I think all of our attention spans are exactly. blown yeah. because of the fucking phone shit. Yeah. But, like, going to see – just like going to see a baseball game. I hate to sit around and watch a baseball game on TV. Yeah. I love to go to the park and watch one live. Oh. Same way with the basketball. You know, I yeah. love to go up and watch a Pacers game. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I've been to, I've been to three. I think I know three you games. went to some with Kaylee. Yeah, and and they're fantastic. Yeah. The, the only thing of the thing about the d- difference between I found about a basketball game and a and a baseball game is a baseball game kind of goes on. 
you yeah. know, and it's slower pace. Yeah. And it kind of goes on, and you got time to get up and go do whatever, go take a piss or go get a beer yeah. or whatever. You know, you're not really gonna miss too much. Yeah. But basketball, man, it's 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 on. Yeah. When that when that when that buzzer goes off, it's on. Yeah, because the buzzer quits again. Because even if they go down by twenty, it goes by so fast. Yeah, yeah. Because even if they go down by twenty, they've exhausted themselves so that the other team can charge a comeback. Yeah. And then, so you know they're going to cut it down, and it's just a matter of you know how close can they get it before the end of the yeah. the, the game. And so it's like that tension. Yeah, like the whole game. Yeah, you're t- yeah, totally. I yeah, I got that a lot when I was up there watching those Pacers games. Yeah, this is like. You can't you can't get out of your seat, you know. You're, yeah. Even even during the half, I mean, maybe if you don't want to watch the halftime show, if it's not good or something. Exactly. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll go run and grab you a sandwich or no, no <laughs> drink or whatever. Yeah. But you know, but then when they got the flying dogs out there. You got to stay and watch that. Exactly. You got to yeah. you got to cheer them on. But yeah. then uh, it, it it's so funny because yeah, going to the games and then seeing everything happen in real time. I I look around and it and goes I by like that, don't well, it? Yeah, but then I notice a lot of people enjoying the game, like they're looking at the court. Uh, because I remember I went to uh, WWE uh, back in El Paso, and everyone kept looking at the, the jumbotron, the TVs up oh, top. Oh, for wrestling? Yeah, and I was like, just look at the the ring; it's right there. And then I remember going to a, a concert and people looking at, you know, the TV. I'm like, it's it's right there. Just look at them. Yeah. And then so. I, I vowed if I were to ever go to a sporting event like the Pacers. I've never uh, been to a wrestling match. I wonder what that's like. Is, is it's can you boring. See? Is it? Is yeah. it? Is it kind yeah. of boring? Yeah. Uh, watching it on TV is so it's much. It's not more. like it's not like you're on the edge of your seat like when you're watching a Pacers game. Well, okay. Or, so or I guess I guess I guess you'd have to talk to a wrestling fan because yeah. I I'm not a fan. My cousin Johnny. There you go. Yeah. There, there's your yeah. next pot. Yeah. There's your next. Yeah. We'll, next we'll interview. Talk to, yeah, yeah. We'll talk to him. He's about a big wrestling fan. Does does he go to a lot of live shows? I think he's been to a few of them. Okay, because I know that the smaller live, sh- uh, uh, like the smaller circuit stuff. Yeah, that'd be that's that, exciting. Yeah, yeah, they get bloody and they do some yeah. crazy stuff to keep people entertained. That yeah. might be fun. But the bigger ones like WWE. Like if I'm up in the nosebleeds at that, I mean, yeah. what, am, what am I really seeing? Like you said, exactly. you know, I'm going to be looking at the Jumbotron. Most yeah, of and then if I'm looking at the Jumbotron, I might as well just stay home. It's kind of like the same thing going to like a super big concert. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like going, I love to go watch music live. Yeah. Any, mu- you know what I mean? Any music that I like, I like to go see it live. Yeah. But, you know, like I've been to some shows where, like you're saying, you can't hardly see what the band, you can't hardly see the yeah. band. You're looking at the stupid screen. Yeah. You might as well, you might as well stay at home and watch it on, on YouTube. YouTube or something. Yeah. You know, but, you know, that's why I'm like, more, I'm more of like, I want, if I'm gonna go see some music, and I want to go see the kids play at the club. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. I mean? Smaller venue, I agree. Yeah, like 100, yeah. 200 max, 200 max. Yeah, and you can just feel the bass reverberating through yeah. the walls and like in your chest. Yeah, I want to go to a club. Yeah, that's like what I see, want. And like see them, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I want to feel it. Like big stadiums and stuff. Yeah, I, I, I wanna, guess it'd be cool to see Dave Matthews Band. I guess. I, I've seen the Dead a lot, like at Deer Creek and stuff like that. Okay, like I used to go see the Dead like every summer. Deer Creek, where's that? That's a, uh, the they call it something different now. Okay, yeah, that's that uh, venue that's changed names. Yeah, yeah. It's, and it's outside Indianapolis and Noblesville. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's uh, what is it? The uh, Citizens Bank or something like it's, it's some something else. That, yeah, that it was always originally called Deer Creek. Yeah, and it's funny because I heard that depending on what you refer to it, uh, shows how old you are. Yeah, yeah, that, well, that's right there, you yeah. know. But like. 
I like stadium. I've seen some stadium shows. Like I, I've seen Metallica. Oh, was one of my first shows in a stadium. I liked all. I like stadium shows. Sure, that would have been a while ago, huh? Yeah, that was like uh, Injustice for All tour. That was like my first concert. Was a couple decades ago? Yeah, yeah. Uh, 89. 89, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Almost so, exactly. Yeah. Dang, what, what was the most recent uh, big stadium show you saw? Uh, yeah, last year I went and seen Dead & Company up at, up at Deer Creek or Deer whatever Creek. it's called. Whatever they're calling it now. Whatever big company bought it out. Dead & Company? Dead & Company. It's uh, it's mainly all the guys from the Grateful Dead. Oh, but okay. Then they, then they have... Uh, they have uh, is it Dave Matthews plays guitar? I think. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, dang. I think that's who. Okay. Yeah. I I, heard, sure. I think I heard. Well, so. oh, no, no, John Mayer. John Mayer. That's yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I, I always get them two dudes confused. <laughs> yeah. But he does a good job. I mean, I had fun. Yeah. I went. I went up there and see a uh, Street Plant release some Grateful Dead boards, some Jerry Garcia boards. Oh, dang. Uh, last year or whatever, and I I got a whole bunch of them. Mike hooked me up with a whole bunch of them because we're both Dead fans. Mm-hmm. So Mike sent me like all the all the factory seconds and blims, and so like I went around and hooked up all my dead deadhead friends with them. So like I met up with a couple guys from Louisville. I met. Uh-huh. They met me up there, and I gave one of the Grateful Dead. Jerry, they were all based off Jerry's guitars. Okay. So I gave I hooked uh, stoked out one dude from Louisville with one, and then uh, my friend Mike Gage that's coming down tomorrow to skate with me. Mm-hmm. Him and his wife are both deadheads. And uh, so I'd hooked him up with one of the, uh, with one with one of them. There's a popsicle shaped one, and then there was another one they came out with, and it was like uh, the skeleton girl dancing, and that's the one his wife really wanted. And I and Mike had sent me a couple blims of that, so I like totally took that one up there and like stoked her out with a board. So how much is an average board? Uh, they've been going up because the whole COVID thing has like totally. Uh, they haven't been able to press enough boards. They haven't been able to get enough supplies and everything. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, like, the board prices are going up. But for a long time, they stayed right around 50 bucks, man, oh, for, for yeah. a deck. Yeah. But now they're now they're shooting up there. They're, like, you know, 65 the to... It's not too bad. 65, 65 is, like, the lower end of them kind of right now. But you can pay... Like, if you want a really, really good board... You're gonna pay about hundred bucks. Okay. For for just the deck. Dang. You know what I mean? The deck and grip tape, probably about hundred bucks. But you know what I mean? It's like hundred bucks ain't what hundred bucks used to be either, you know. The quality's not as good. No, I'm talking about a hundred dollars isn't worth Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? A hundred dollars ain't much anymore. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um do you ride all the boards that are on your wall? No. Okay, so you buy yeah. them for the art, and then they stay. Some of them, I'm never. I'm n- yeah, I got some that are signed and stuff. I'm probably. Oh, ne- I'm okay. never gonna ride because they've been signed by. The, yeah, they've been signed. I get. I get a lot of mine personalized to me. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because I, I really don't care whether I'm. Gonna, I'm not gonna resell them. Yeah, you know okay, what I mean. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not like some guys flip boards, you know, and they'll go out and get them signed and then put them on eBay and jack up the price. You know what I mean? Which yeah. I mean, that's that's your thing. Yeah. Whatever. You know, but it's, that's not me. Like if, like I got all the ones I got signed are signed by my friends. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, I feel like as a celebrity or or, or you know an influencer in the skating world, signing something for someone personally means so much better than signing something for someone who's gonna flip it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like Danforth, he signed me some last year, and he drew up because we were. I was. He's a janitor. I'm a. Ja- I used to be a janitor at the offices. Uh-huh. So that's oh, like yeah, our yeah. thing. You know what I mean. 
So he like drew a little plunger on mine. <laughs> he's he he. That's my uncle Bill though. He always he drew a big middle finger on on one of them for me. The little skulls and stuff he's put on them. But he always, you know, what I mean, I always feel it's more personal whenever they write to me. Yeah, yeah. Or well, I feel like they get they get much more um, satisfaction. Yeah, from giving, you know, yeah, yeah. That's from signing a, that's it. That's your friend. You know yeah. what I mean? If they're gonna sign it to you. They're kind of, you know, especially. If, you know what I mean? You don't have to ask them to. They just yeah. do it. it that, that's your friend. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. You do know? you do you trade boards? Like, yeah, I, yeah. If somebody's got something good, I want. I'll trade them. I'll, sw- I'll swipe them out, man. It's kind of like baseball cards. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, yeah. We do. We do some. Me and some of the guys, we've done some swapping back and forth. So it's like you're at the skate park and they see uh, they like your deck and you're like, hey, you want to trade? You just trade on the spot? Oh no, like no. Er- your your own rider is kind of like you get your board set up the way you want oh, it. Oh, I see. It's customized. Yeah, you kind of uh, like, and you get it, you get it broken the way you like it and stuff. Uh, you don't re- don't really want to swap with somebody. I mean, some of the kids do that stuff. I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I've swapped stuff with my friends. You know what I mean? Like if I needed something and they had it, you know. Okay. We're all, but like as far as like swapping like right on the spot, you don't want to take somebody else's setup. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like you're not gonna swap his setup for your setup because your setup's kind of like your, th- your with th- your trucks and everything. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you got your trucks and your wheels. Everything's and, balanced for you. Yeah, yeah, you got it all set up the way you like it, and then you, you know what I mean. Yeah, like we might hop on, we might like s- test one of the other guys' boards out or something. But you, you know, you stand on somebody else, you ride somebody else's stuff. It's not, it's not. It's almost like a baseball player putting on someone else's glove. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It's just like, totally. It's like that's your thing, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, that's your that's your board. This is my board. Yeah. But but but, like, but as far as like the artistic pieces that are hanging on your wall, oh, you'll yeah. trade those. Yeah, we'll trade those. Yeah, definitely. Like in the skateboard collecting world, yeah, yeah, we'll swap stuff back and forth. Like if you got if you got something, I'd rather trade you than buy it off of you. You know what I mean? If yeah. I got something that you like and, I, and you got something I like, yeah. I'd rather swap. You know, we both come away with a satisfied feeling. You know, yeah. I got something you I wanted and you got something you wanted. Yeah, yeah. Why? Why you? Why bring the cash into it? You know. Yeah, like I took a, I took a photo. <gasps> Excuse me, jeez. Yeah, I took a photo of your wall, and I'm gonna put on Instagram. I don't, I don't know if I put on Instagram when we when we met that that last time, but now as part of this uh, video, yeah, I'm gonna put it on there. And uh, so yeah, I kind of remember you taking a picture yeah. of some of the stuff I had up. Yeah. So if you post something, does someone say, "Hey"? That Tyrannosaurus one looks amazing. Do you want to trade, or how much? Sometimes, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, sometimes, it, sometimes that happens. But like, you know, most of the time, I won't get rid of nothing. Oh, okay. Uh, but that's me. That's so you have me. a you have. But a very, like, yeah, we do that a lot, though. You yeah. see something somebody's got, you know. Or you could they, just say, "Hey, where did you get that from?" Unless they put up, like, yeah, they put up a. Some people put up like NFS, not for sale. Oh. You know, just like showing off their stuff. You know. I see. Like OGs or whatever, you know, from yeah. back in the day. A lot of people put those up, and they're not really for sale unless you got. You'd be surprised what some of the early stuff goes for. A grand, a couple grand, oh more. Oh, damn. Oh yeah. There, oh there's, wow. There, there's been there's been a few that's gone for like over ten thousand dollars. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I've seen a few go for over ten grand. Holy shit. What what, what was it that went for ten grand not too long or over ten grand not too long ago? It was, 
some of it blows me away even like i'm not paying no grand i've never paid a <laughs> i'm not paying a grand for anything yeah yeah unless it's like you know what i mean yeah unless it's already grand to start with well yeah like, unless the retail price is 1500 yeah 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 then, yeah then yeah, yeah yeah exactly i'm not yeah. yeah i'm i'm looking for a deal i'm not yeah. like like i i just can't bring myself to pay like big money like for, yeah for something like, like that like most of like if I pay over a hundred for a board, I'm kind of like, damn, that's a lot. Yeah, but I know, but I got buddies that pay like. But you also derive your two or three thousand dollars for their grail. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But you also derive your happiness from things differently. So like, I feel like uh, working with the park for the last you know five years, six years. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. what brings you yeah, more joy. Yeah, exactly. It's Not like, having I, that. I'd rather. I'd rather if I'm gonna spend some money on some frivolous shit. Yeah, it's gonna be to support something like that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, a lot of the things we do in the welfare line, like our skateboard group, like we 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 do a lot of uh, charitable raffles. Like we'll all throw in boards and do a raffle if somebody's down or whatever. Like I'll get in on all that kind of stuff. You know, libertarianism. What I mean? You know, yeah. like like if one of our like if one of our friends is uh, going through something, you know, we'll we we'll do a raffle. Yeah. We'll, all of us guys will throw in a board and we'll do a mega raffle and raise them some money and help them out. That's awesome. You know what I mean? That stuff is what I'm down for anymore. Yeah. Like I used to get, uh, I got well, a lot of my collection started out was I, I would get in the raffles to, to, to win boards, but it got like kind of addicting Yeah. the whole gambling. And then I'm a skater on top of it. And I'm like, kind of got out of hand a little bit, you yeah. know, like the, you know, a couple of boards I like went for so many times that like I could have just bought it straight out. Like I see, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. You kind of, so I kind of quit doing that. But like, if they do anything that's like like a benefit raffle or something like that, I see up, I'll get in it. I don't even care if I win. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you know, just helping out. Yeah. Just it's 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 giving back, just like the skating thing over there. I don't care what I spend on you know getting some equipment for the kids over there like if i gotta pay you know but i get deals on almost anything i want anymore skate wise but you know what i mean i don't mind spending a little money for those kids to have some new gear over there because i remember what it was like to be young you know even even in my 20s and stuff i didn't have a board a lot of the times because i was too damn broke i was too busy paying rent and yeah and you know some of them got kids and shit now, you know, they're getting older and it's like, I understand all that, man. And if they can, if I can help them out, I'm going to, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, cause I, what the hell else am I doing with the shit? Yeah. So do you think there's a demand? There's a huge demand for a skate shop in Terre Haute? No, cause it's like brick and mortar stuff is so hard to keep. Yeah. And any of that stuff is so yeah. hard to keep going anymore because of the internet. Yeah. Because you can get you can go online and order just about anything you want and have it in your house in a day or two. And if you don't you like know, it, just return it and get another. Yeah, one. Yeah. yeah, a lot of that, and you know, it's it, it was my my when I first met Dane, he had the little, he had a little kiosk and he was trying to sell boards out of out of the mall in a little kiosk, and he couldn't keep that going. Yeah, over there. So, you know, any shop that's been over there in Terre Haute's failed, yeah. from what I understand. You know, it lasts for a couple of years and then it's gone. 
because you just can't make any money. There's not, we don't have a big enough scene over there to keep it going. Yeah. Like Indianapolis and some of those guys, like my friend up in Indy, he does real good, you know, but there's a lot more, there's a lot more skaters up there. Yeah. You know? Well, do you think that um, it uh, has to do with the size of the city? Yeah. 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 It has, has to do with the size of the city. It kind of has to do with like uh, the scene too. You know yeah. what I mean? Like how many, well, I feel like um, in Oklahoma, you're not going to get a lot of skaters because they're into football. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. Nebraska, exactly. and then you know here, there's a lot, there's a lot like that around here for years and years. Yeah, yeah. You it's know? Uh, baseball and football. And yeah. Stuff. So kids are getting into little league, and they're not going to the skate park. Yeah. Okay. I thought about me and Dane thought about redoing the shop and doing a shop again together, and because I had good connections and everything, and it was like it just. The startup money you got to have to really put it on right, you're probably never going to get back around here because yeah. there's just not enough people to make start turning a profit. Yeah, just the overhead uh, will kill you. Yeah, because like you said, just the internet. Yeah, the internet. Yeah, just get on. So it, it it almost feels like a skate shop serves two purposes. One is uh, kind of like a community, almost yeah, like a, a cafe where people can hang out, so that you can get number two access to expertise but if you have your your weekly before but now monthly uh parties those kids get access to expertise so they're well, really they're all experts now on their oh, own you know own. what i mean they're okay well among i mean each but other. The, but yeah. yeah yeah but i'm top the younger people yeah 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 the, but i mean it's is it's it's kind of a totally different thing than than a shop though but we have our little own little community thing going on over there so yeah we all kind of get that out of it, you know what I mean? And they're exactly. like, they're not, ain't nobody over there that actually skates. It's my friend is struggling for any equipment, that's for sure. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if they all know if they really need a board, they can hit me up. And I got a pallet of them laying over here. I'm, I can't even put up on all of them on the walls anymore, you know? So I've got, I've got like way too many. Like I, I couldn't write, I could write a different board every month, probably for the rest of my life, and probably never use it all. Could you write a different board every day of the the year? No, oh, I, mean, okay. I only got like a hundred. Oh, okay, a little bit over a hundred boards, probably. I see. And uh, so earlier I asked if you had skated around town, and I, I guess in my mind what I meant was like, do you just go skating down the street, like just around the city, just around the. Or do you specifically? Yeah, I, I go down and skate at Kroger. They got the best curbs down there. Oh yeah, yeah. They got my favorite curbs down there at Kroger. What time of day? I go real late at night. Oh, I see. Okay. Because it, it, well, the traffic for one thing down yeah, there, yeah, is like you know how that mini mall thing is down yeah. there. It's like nonstop cars in and out, and then and plus you don't get it's cooler at night, and you don't yeah. get nobody cares because all that stuff's closed up. Oh, I so see. Okay, I go down there like late. Like, and the cops don't care. No, nah, I'm been messed up. They used to. They used to mess with you around here. Mm. You know what I mean? When we were younger and kids. I we, see. Yeah. We used to go hit the streets like that, and there was like four or five of us at least around here. But I feel like know? it was new at the time, so they weren't sure if you were breaking windows and and. Well, yeah, they did. They well, they also just didn't have any. Didn't have any like real crime back then I either. See, so yeah. they this is like let's go mess with the skaters. <laughs> let's go mess with the kids. Yeah. Like one of the. We we were like, we were like kind of like, we used to get chased down in Mount Carmel. Okay. Like, oh yeah, I mean, I mean the cops it was like a cat and mouse game. Like we go to one spot, the cops would kick us out of there. We go to the next spot, here they come, you know. 
And then and then when did the skate park go up? They don't have one down there. Oh, still. Oh, it, they, okay. It's illegal down there. Oh, it's still illegal because of all of us. They Jeez. made it illegal to ride on the street, but it never really got like that around here. Like I, I like I had some skater friends when I lived up here in high school. Yeah, I had some skater friends, but we had ramps like out at my friend's house. And we skated his ramps mostly. Like we skated street around here a little bit, but it wasn't nothing like like what I did with my friends down at Mount Carmel. I see. You know what I mean? Yeah, every little scene's a little bit different. You yeah, know? for sure. But back in the eighties and the nine early nineties, yeah, they loved. That's what the cops had to do, man. Let's <laughs> go, you know. Yeah, hunt down let's, some kids. Yeah, let's, let's go mess. Let's go throw these kids out of this <laughs> parking lot, man. But they would always just throw you out. They would never arrest you. Yeah, I never got arrested. Yeah, okay. I, I've seen a couple of my friends get their boards taken and like oh. get a ticket. Oh. And then they, then their mom and dad go go get their boards back for them or oh, they whatever. <laughs> just pay a little fine. Yeah, they go, yeah. So it's just inconvenience. I've seen stuff like that happen, but I've never like actually been arrested. Yeah, yeah. I feel. But like, I mean, it happens. It definitely. Happens. Oh no, no, for sure, for yeah. sure. But I feel like in that situation, like you said, they were just bored. Yeah, they're they're just like you know they're driving around nonstop. You know, they yeah. see some kids in the parking lot. They're gonna pull in there. And, yeah. Especially if they got somebody, somebody, some you know, Karen. There's been Karen. There's been Karens. There's been Karens way before it got popular. You know. Yeah, I agree. Karens and Kennys. They've been calling. Uh, they've been calling in skaters for fucking ever. Oh, man, I agree. You know? Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, there's always. That's always the best when you got some idiot out there wanting to mess with you. Oh my god, that's so hilarious. Yeah, so you get so or you get some really weirdo man like you know weird homeless people. Oh. Or something. That's always kind of a little bit fun, you know. It, okay, so that, that's some interesting. weirdo messing with you. Yeah, that's interesting that you bring that up. Um, I'm curious about like the homeless homeless population in Brazil. Is there? Do you know? If I don't. Some? I haven't seen any. Yeah, yeah but I'm if, sure there is some homeless people yeah. around here, but it's not really prevalent in Brazil. Yeah, but in Terre Haute. Uh, yeah, Terre Haute, there's homeless people. Yeah. Okay, and that's the other thing. Right down there on the, uh, right down there across from the skate park, mm-hmm. there's a fence, and I guess on the other side of that fence there was an old factory or something, and. They would they would be going back there and living in that old factory, and we'd see him going through the fence. We used to have this one homeless guy that come down to the park. I haven't seen him for the last couple of years. Willie, he come down there and play guitar for us. And oh, shit. dang! Yeah, I mean, there's homeless people in Terre Haute for sure. Oh no, no, yeah, for sure. And then yeah. I, uh, because it's a lot more prevalent in bigger cities. Because I'm not, I don't even notice anyone panhandling in Brazil. No, there's nothing yeah. like that. But you go over Terre Haute, there yeah. definitely is. Yeah, they're definitely, especially down in the South Walmart. But then, uh, yeah, yeah. But I don't see like people because you know we lived in Vegas for a year, and you just see people. This in place the, is small enough. Most of the people that don't have homes, they know somebody that'll put them up. Yeah, you know exactly. What I mean? Yeah, they're not like on the street on the street. You know. Yeah, they're exactly. Crashing on somebody's couch or flopping back and forth between some place or another. Yeah, that's so interesting. Uh, just, just an interesting observation. Yeah, that yeah. You mentioned that. Yeah, yeah it's small yeah. enough here. You're not really gonna be homeless. You know yeah. what I mean? If if you're, if you're too homeless around here, you can go out in the woods and camp. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's true. On someone's property at the edge. Yeah, in the, in the trees. But I've been home. I've been homeless before in a small town. But you know, I, I was yeah. mainly staying back and forth with friends. You know what I mean? I, I see. never really was. I never really was like sleeping out in the elements like. I you see, know, yeah. I have before, but not like for a extended period of time. Oh, yeah. Most most homeless people. There's a lot of homeless people that you don't see on the street. 
No, for they sure. Haven't, they haven't got to that level yet. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. Oh, no, there's, for sure. It's yeah. kind of like a different – I've been through that, so I kind of know. There's like there's like the – I'm crashing on people's couches homeless, and then there's – I'm sleeping in the gutter homeless. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like different levels of – of it you know no for sure yeah definitely yeah and that's what i'm i'm looking forward to exploring a little bit more now that i'm getting settled and you know talking to more people and things like that yeah because uh what people are doing to kind of fight that and curb that is really interesting so what yeah. what's really sad is a lot of the people that are actually out on the street homeless are have mental have mental issues okay. you yeah. know what i mean yeah yeah i think a lot of a lot of that is you know what i mean and there's some people that want to be out there, man. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, this is just a lifestyle form. It's just become a lifestyle form. Yeah. Well, you know I, what I mean? I think there was uh, some sort of statistic. Vagabond living, man. Yeah. And I can't remember exactly what the statistic was, but it was like a good portion of, of the homeless population are like Vietnam vets. And so they're struggling with mental health issues. Yeah. And I think... Um, it's so funny because like the whole BLM movement and kneeling um, and then and then the people who were saying that they were disrespecting the military and the flag were also the same people who were turning a blind eye towards people who needed mental health. Yeah. Uh, services. People that's actually fought for this country. Yeah, exactly. Taking a, you know, some taking bullets and seeing their friends yeah. die and lost limbs. Yeah. Lost, uh, you know, mental health. And so now it's like, well, what about them? And so now there's this huge movement. I remember in Hollywood, like five years ago, like every other movie was about PTSD from military service. Yeah. And so now people are starting to talk about that more. It's like, okay, now we can talk about that for the general population. We can talk about generational trauma. We can talk about all these other things. So I think um, it's going to, and, 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 and again, bringing it back to what you're doing, giving a sense of community. Yeah. You know, giving a sense of purpose. Everybody, everybody needs yeah. that, man. Yeah. You know, just like I was saying about, you know, so. There's a couple of those kids over there. They don't have any kind of home life. Exactly. And they don't. They don't have. They don't have any kind of uh, authority figure or positive role model to look up to. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not the best positive role model, but if I can be that for somebody, I'm going to be the best. Uh, be, the best I can be at it. Well, well you say you know? that, and I and I I see where you're coming from, but I would disagree in the, in in the sense that you've been through the shit. Uh, like you said, you've you you experienced homelessness to a certain degree, and you you were um, uh, addicted to meth, and then you came out of it, and now you're a an able bodied young man. Yeah, you, you you're helping, you're giving back to the community. Well, I mean, I think if you, I, I think all all the stuff that you go through teaches you lessons, whether it's good. The bad stuff is what makes you who you are. Yeah, you know what I mean. That that makes you be able to have empathy for other people. Yeah, there we go. You know what I mean? If yeah. you if you ain't ever been in that situation, it's kind of hard to relate to it. Yeah, I know, of course. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And it doesn't have to be sometimes it doesn't have to be as extreme as what the people you see going through it are. But if if, if something like that's touched your life, that makes you a better person, man, because you can feel something for the another for another person. Yeah, I agree. Going through something like I agree that. completely. And it's like the analogy where um um fire uh, softens the metal so that it can be shaped, and then yeah. once it hardens, you know it still has those scars, but it's you know something yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. So that's awesome. What an awesome life, Tommy Story. 
Hey man, <laughs> are we going? Are we going to get some dinner or something now? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I am starving too. So let's go ahead yeah. and wrap this up. Thank wrap you. Wrap it up, man. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on the live stream. Uh, this is the live stream. I've enjoyed hanging out with Here, you. Give me, my, my hands are clammy, so yeah, uh, I don't like shaking. I don't care. Hands. We're yeah. family now, so <laughs> I slam all over you. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, we're gonna go ahead and uh, edit this and then release it in a couple of weeks. And so look right out on. for that on. I'll share it around. Platforms. I'll share it around with my peoples. Awesome. Well, it's on your Facebook page, the live feed. So okay, this will be yeah. on your Facebook page, and then I'll chop it up and then get some some different right segments on. and stuff. Yeah, man. So I, I you got like fifteen thousand followers on. Well, this. okay. So that's that's. I, I was wondering about that. So I always have to qualify it. So uh, I I started a likes campaign. Yeah. So basically, you pay for likes. So these are real people, but. You had to pay to get access to them. Yeah, I know so, a lot of people do that on Instagram too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so, so it's not bots. It's not like some dude in China who has yeah. like thirty million phones and he's liking every single one of my posts. Yeah, it's not like that. I was going to ask you about that. Cause, yeah, because I've never ta- sat down and talked to anybody about how that works, but I know they do that on Instagram too. Yeah, yeah. So you know what yeah, I mean? Instagram. Because I like, I look at some of my my buddies that skate and they got like ten thousand followers. I'm like, yeah. So Instagram used to be awesome because they would there would be this thing where it's a uh, follow for follow. So you follow someone, they follow you back. Yeah. And then a few months down the line, you know, you just unfollow them. But they still like your content, so they still follow you. Yeah. So that's why, you know, in the early days of Instagram, it was much more organic. That's kind of like what TikTok is right now. Once TikTok figures things out, they're going to monetize it. And then you're going to be able to yeah. access those people. So, like, if I wanted to create, you know, a, a marketing campaign for this clip, I would put like Tony Hawk, Rob Deerdick, uh, Element Skateboards, all the different skateboarding brands, yeah, yeah. and I would target a very specific individual, and then this video clip would hit them. And so Karen, who likes uh, uh, knitting and and the Colts, yeah, I know that's how that all the hashtag stuff and stuff works. Yeah, too. B- but if you if you pay, you get yeah. to target them much more specifically okay. than a hashtag. And so that's basically what I did with the likes campaign. So I targeted people who liked black comedians, who liked. Um, I think it was uh, drinking, you know, different things, and it and it and it got everyone all over the world. So I have like a huge Nepalese fan base okay. because of that targeting, and then so eventually after you target, you know, people in the world, excluding English speaking countries, I think it's USA, Canada, Australia, uh, England, and New Zealand, then you um, uh, then you start targeting those those countries. Yeah, and then so eventually you get to a hundred k. And it's a good mix of people all over the world, but specifically people in the U.S. But it just costs a lot of money. So okay. that's why I stopped at 15K. I was like, you oh, know And what? we're not done yet. Yeah. Right? Because I, I, I was wanting to pick your brain about the stand-up comedian stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because like, that's like always been something I wanted to do. Yeah. Like, I've kind of experienced a little bit of that. Like, uh-huh. I go up to Bash and tell, like, crazy stories from my meth days and stuff. <laughs> oh, shit. And, yeah. like, one year they got me up there and got me on the mic and actually told it in between the bands like i told the story uh-huh. so like i've experienced a little bit of it and i it's like i've always like loved stand up yeah and i like always thought man i really want to get up there and like do it someday and it's like i look up to people that's had the guts to get up there and do it like i was so proud of kaylee when she did it yeah, you know yeah. What i mean yeah, that's how I, we I was met. like telling her about it. i was like man that's so cool and i've always wanted to do it yeah that's how we met and then so my advice to you would be obviously whenever the pandemic calms down yeah uh it's to go to an open mic you're just gonna take me out and throw me up there is what yeah. you're saying and then all you d- okay so the best the best tool that you could have is your uh phone to to record your set 
So you're going to record it. If you hate listening to your voice, you're going to have to get over it. Right, I, so I, I really don't like listening to my voice. Okay, yeah, okay. And, and I'm glad you, you mentioned that because you're just going to have to get over it because yeah. you're going to have to listen to the way you tell the story. And then that's okay. going to influence the way you tell it in the future. So let's say you get to a part in the story and you feel like it's relevant information. Yeah. But you've just rambled for 30 seconds about nothing that yeah, had... Yeah, I know. I know. I kind of know that from telling stories. Yeah, okay. Uh, so my name is Tommy Story, so I kind of <laughs> know, yeah. know that. You yeah, know so I mean? it's all about trimming and then and then taking those laughs, those genuine laughs where yeah. people laugh at and then accentuating it. And you could say like, man, I felt like... And then you could you know give them an analogy. Okay. Like, let's say you felt vulnerable. It's like, man, I felt like... Uh, like a naked hobo with a third tit or something like that, you know, just yeah, something yeah. to add to it. And then, you know, but it's and that, that gives you the extra, like the extra laugh. You're throwing a little extra joke in with the story. Exactly. That right. extra, that extra pop. And then, so what you want is, is a story that's going somewhere, uh-huh. but that pops. Yeah. You know, intermittently. Yeah. So like every 15 seconds or something. I've always like kind of did that when I told my stories. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of known for that. People know. Well, I mean, if you're going to grow up with a name like mine. Yeah. You get that because people, whatever, Tommy, Tommy, tell me a story. Tell me a story, tell me a story. You know what yeah. I mean? I've got that my whole life. So nice. you kind of like, people expect it of you almost. Yeah. Like, especially after I've done it, I've done it for years. So like, it's like people kind of know that's, he'll t- he's, <laughs> I'm kind of known for being pretty funny, I guess. Yeah. It's what people tell me. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I, I like making people laugh. So yeah, I mean, I'm not going to like say I'm not funny, but. No, and I and I know a lot of it is in the moment, hanging out with friends and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. Then, and, and then the the next part is translating that to the stage. Yeah, that's the part that's always kind of scared me because like yeah. that, and I'd hate to get like heckled. Have you got heckled? Oh, before? all the time. Yeah. All yeah, the time, I, yeah. I don't know how. I, I don't know. I I think I might do all right with it, but like it might be like totally. Like if it happened to me right off, it might just like totally devastate me too. You, you know what I mean? Okay, or, so I you know, know what it's like. It's it's like you've performed a trick. And you, you've got it down. Uh-huh. You, you could almost do it as soon as you wake up, even right before you. you it doesn't matter yeah. the situation. You got it on lock. Yeah, but then all of a sudden, some like a gust of wind comes in, and it throws you a little bit off. Uh-huh. But because you've practiced it so much, you're able to compensate and then nail the trick. So okay. that's what it's like. You've, tell, you've told the story so many times that when someone heckles something at you, you, you can, can take that almost like, like yeah. judo. And then and then switch it. You can use it for your set, or you can just give them a look and be like, "I I I'd be like I'd probably be more of like a tendency to like try to like mess with them back." Yeah. But okay. So that that could like th- probably throw you off your rhythm too. Though, yeah. Well, right? it, well, it depends because a lot of times they're just looking for attention, but they 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 really want to just see you mess up. Yeah. So if they yell something, you go, "I'm sorry, what'd you say?" And they'll just say, you, "They they could just be like, I said fart." And then you're like, wait, what? That's not what you said. I heard this. And it's like they're purposely trying to throw you off just because they feel like they should be a part of the show. Yeah. So a lot of times you'll learn to recognize those kind of people and ignore them. Or whether they're just being drunk or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If they're being drunk and belligerent. And then you can you can kind of like feel the room. If there's a if there's a light energy in the room, then you can say, Oh, okay. You know, let me let me go at this guy for a little bit. Yeah. But if he's like like screaming at some some waitress. And then suddenly start screaming at you. You know that there's already a dark yeah, energy in the room. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, so you're gonna back off. So there are a lot or of just kind of ignore it in a way. Just kind of like flop back into your story. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then especially uh, like politicized uh, jokes. 
So like if you make a joke about Obama and someone says, oh, fuck him or something like that, you know, I was like, oh, okay, I should, probably should. Or just, yeah, just yeah. kind of like, yeah, whatever, buddy. Yeah, MAGA or whatever, you know, something yeah, like that. Yeah. It's like, all right, I'm going to cool Okay. Up. Yeah, so it's, again, just like with doing Maybe you're trick. just going to have to take me out and like, let me, let me see you. I was I was talking to Anthony about this before too, you uh-huh. know, because he I, he was doing some stand up, and I was like, man, yeah. I, I was I thought about just going out and watching him a few times, but then all this, I never got around yeah. to like knowing what it was going on, but and then all this stuff started happening, and now all the live performance stuff is like kind of up in the air. So. Well, well, uh, the but, Verve stopped doing stand up comedy. Um, when yeah, I, I know was Anthony there. went there a few times. And yeah, did when it. I was there, and that, but then Tolly's does stand up comedy every Friday. Where's Tolly's at? Tolly's on Twenty Fifth and um, Maple. Okay. Yeah, Twenty Fifth and Maple, um, and they just so they they've been doing it for about a month uh, since you know reopening. Yeah. But then. Um, uh, this last week there was a covid scare and so yeah they my buddy dane just said it went up eight eighteen or twenty percent yeah spike over there well well two people two two bartenders at the verve uh were infected so you know people are getting tested and then my buddy levi elmore who hosts the stand-up comedy at uh at uh tolly's uh he he got a, he got scared. I think he was in contact. Oh, with Levi hosts that. Huh. Yeah, yeah. I so know who you're talking about. Oh yeah, yeah. He, that's he, right. Yeah. He was your he was your preacher. Oh, that's right. right. Yeah, yeah. The efficient. Yeah. The efficient or whatever. You yeah, want exactly. Yeah. And so uh, he he hosts the open mic, but then I think he was in contact with some people who were in contact with those uh, people who were infected. So he canceled it last week, uh, yesterday, and then uh, got tested. Yeah, so. I know it's going around like down Bloomington too. Like I got a couple of skate friends that work in the uh, food industry down there. Oh and, like, yeah. They've 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 had it and like I've got over it now. Yeah, you know what I mean. But it's it's definitely around. I mean, you know I know that because what happened to Barb and John? Exactly. And everything. I mean, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That happened right off. That was, I was super. We were all all everybody in the family was super freaked out, especially yeah. for my grandma and everything. Exactly. Like I had had Steve bringing us groceries and stuff for yeah. like the first month. Yeah, we were in and, Vegas when it happened, and, and it was like it was like actually it was. It's worse off now than it was then. Yeah, and I'm not as freaked out now, but yeah, really, maybe I should be. I don't know. Well, it's I, like, well, I feel like as long as you're still taking the the same precautions, the best thing you can do is just hope that you yeah, know, you don't get yeah. It. I mean, is it, I've been saying that for a while though. You yeah. know, you can walk out your door and get hit by a car. Yeah, yeah. You but know? but you don't let the fear you can of slip that in the bathtub, you. taking a shower later on, and exactly and, and die. But you don't let that fear rule yeah, you. Yeah, you're not yeah. letting that. Con- you know, I'm not, I'm never taking a shower again because exactly. I'm not. I don't want to die in the shower. Yes. You know? Yeah. So same thing with with the coronavirus. Yeah. Just I, we always wear masks. We wash our hands as soon as we come back into the house. Uh, we try not to go out to eat, and then if we do, it's always takeout. Yeah. And then and then uh, we social distance when we go shopping, and then we try to go shopping early in the day, so that the yeah. ventilation system isn't pumping. You know, everyone's. Well, that that yeah. and there's not. A lot of people will get out and do the shopping like exactly. early in the morning. Yeah, know, I've noticed around here. Yeah. So. and then so we try to do that, and then uh, just and just hope that we don't. Yeah, catch I mean, because we're teachers, so we're going back into the lines then. Yeah, that that's scary. Yeah, yeah, that's a whole whole different set of clusterfuck going on yeah. right now with the school yeah. schools and everything. Yeah, so, so I just assume so that. So what the, are you teach? What are you teaching now? Well, right now I'm a specialist to, to help uh, seniors, juniors and seniors with job placement after graduation. Cool. Yeah, so I do that at South. She uh, does that at North. And so um, 
you know, we're, we're keeping an eye on everything that's happening with all these different cases because I think now the volleyball team's being quarantined. Uh, there were six players on the, the South football team. And so it's just like, it's going to happen. We just, again, have to take precautions and just uh, let, yeah, I mean, and then let the people who know more make the decisions. You know, it's not up to us to, to criticize them. You know, so, yeah. yeah, it's it's all it's all pretty scary stuff. But I meant when it, you just can't you can't you can't just end your life. You know what I yeah. mean? It's yeah. kind of like the way I see everything, too. You know, yeah. you got to you're rolling the dice every day anyway, just waking up and going outside, man. So, yeah. Like yeah. same thing with driving down the street. You put your seatbelt on, yeah. you observe the rule of the road, and you just hope yeah. that someone doesn't run the stop sign. Yeah. yeah. Kind of true. Yeah. Anyway, so when this is all over, though, what, getting back to the thing, yeah. we're going out to the comedy clubs, right? Yeah. So for, for right now, I would say come up with three stories that you used to tell that were bangers. Oh, I got, oh, I got some bangers. All right. So as long as you get three stories that can fill up five to six minutes. Uh-huh. All right. And then it, it almost feels like you could tell one story for five to six minutes, but you're not hanging around a barbecue telling yeah. the story. Yeah. So you have to be very concise. Yeah. All right. And then so come up with those two to three stories. We'll go to the open mic and then we'll listen and then uh, we'll, we'll figure out what needs to get cut, what you can add uh-huh. to, to, to beef it up. And then we'll get you like a nice 10 minute set that will crush anywhere. And so that's the whole point of my set is uh, I like to host so I can host in Vegas. I can host because I've hosted for Donnie Baker. So I've opened up for him and then I've uh, opened up in clubs in Vegas you know, so the set has to be versatile, and okay. so so it has to be able to make you know. Uh, yeah, it's kind of got to fit into where where you're at. With the your max, o- well, with the maximum amount of people. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So there might be a few things that I'll I'll tweak, like uh, in a small town, I won't say Walmart. You know, I'll say the Dollar General or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then in a bigger city, you know, I might reference their landmarks or something like that. Okay. Yeah, so. The, 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 those are small things. But I'm ready to take this ride with you, though. I'm yeah. ready to go. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Out. I've been out. I've been out for a while, so like I'm, I'm like already excited. All right, well, you know so, what I mean. So yeah, okay, I'm looking so, forward to it. Is what I'm getting at. So we'll see what happens with yeah. uh, Levi next week. Uh, but I think he should be back on. But if not next week, then in two weeks, we'll we'll hit up the. Uh, yeah, we will. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. As long as the, as long as the uh, COVID don't get out of control and yeah, exactly. Hopefully the uh, the you know it's it's kind of hard to plan anything, but I, yeah, I'd be be cool to go out and hang out and do stuff. <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, let's get some water. Let's get some food. I'm excited because it, it don't seem it seems like I haven't done anything like that in forever. Yeah, yeah. something that exhilarating. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm excited to come over and hang out with you and Kaylee. Shit. Yeah, yeah, it's really fun. Yeah, <laughs> so so I'm my just a block away and I'm exactly like, I'm yeah. like all jazzed on it. But you're going to Mount Carmel on Monday, right? You're going. Yeah, back? yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so, uh, the, my original intention for this podcast, since we were moving back here was to talk to the local small town people and, you know, get their perspective. Yeah. And then uh, I started interviewing friends all over the world about COVID and I, and then one of my friends from high school is like, dude, I love what you're doing. That's amazing. I was like, do you want to talk? And, and then, uh, he has children, so he couldn't at the time. And I thought, you know, why don't I interview friends that I graduated with? So that's what I did earlier today. Yeah. And then, um, uh, I also want to talk to comics and entertainers, you know, people in that yeah. in that world, and then find you know find yeah, I kinda, out. I kind of checked your stuff out. I, li- I listened yeah. to a little bit of a few, but then I scrolled and like checked out like yeah. the different people you're getting, and I seen you had some comedy people. And yeah, yeah. But I knew that was your thing, so yeah. So it'll be fun to talk to yeah. them as they pass through, and then eventually our hope is to get to uh, indie, 
yeah. and then get a house out there, and so it'll be a lot easier to access entertainers. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot more going on up there, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whenever this stuff's all over with, you know. Yeah, and so that's the whole deal is we'll see what you happens. You take me out to the comedy club, and I'll take you out to see Dope Sweater. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, yeah we'll go check out Dope yeah, Sweater. They rock it, dude. And then jump on this podcast. But uh, what do you feel like eating? I don't know. All right. Let's uh, figure it out off air. Because, yeah, let's figure yeah. it out. Yeah, people are like, why are they talking about Dairy Queen? <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us. Uh, it's been yeah. an amazing conversation with Tommy Story, finding out his uh, his life journey and uh, everything that he's doing. Uh, it's it's because that's a live, and then that's the recorded one. Okay. So it's yeah. I feel like meeny, I should meeny, so, miny, yeah talk to that one. All right. Well, we're out of here. All, All right. right. It's been, See ya. It's been fun. <laughs>